Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And Halloween is around the corner, so get ready for a shit ton of Squid Game and WandaVision couples costumes this year. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Squid Game is going to be really nice and easy for anybody in, in a group who happened to have already purchased a, what is it, like a like a... A tracksuit they wear. <laughs> the, the green tracksuit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you were saying this. Vans have been like selling out yes. the white vans. Mm-hmm. And when you told me this, I'm thinking like vehicle vans. Yeah. And I'm like, why, what the hell does that have to do with it? I mean, there's a, there's a van in the show, but I can't imagine people care to go buy a van for a costume. <laughs> Took me a yeah. minute to figure out Different what you Different kind saying. of van. Yeah. yeah. Had to think like a, a skateboarder. Not a middle-aged man. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I see a lot of people with like the fucking Squid Game masks on, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know where you would buy those. I guess Amazon? Probably Amazon, I but mean, you might have to wait three weeks for it to arrive these yeah, days. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Can I get X? The only one they don't show them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure PlayStation, Sony is good with this, right? Yeah. It, it's like product placement for them in yeah, a sense. Yeah, Totally. And I definitely expect to see WandaVision couples costumes. Oh, yeah. There's so many different versions that like, you can do. You know, there's going to be the, the sexy Wanda and Vision, right? Yeah. yeah. But then you'll, or I'm sure you'll get people dressed that already had like a uh, I Love Lucy and Ricky Ricardo costumes that are like, oh, great. Now we're Wanda and Viz. Oh, <laughs> just put the name tag on. Yeah. <laughs> there is different variants you could do, I yeah. guess. Or if you had like 70s clothes, you could do that one, that yeah, era. The 90s. Yeah. <laughs> or just Loki. You could do Loki if you have a twin. Or like anyone. Like, who, a, like a twin brother and sister. Yeah. Could like go as Lokis. Yeah. Or honestly, anyone who doesn't look anything like you would be fine too. <laughs> according to the show. <laughs> uh, you know, interestingly, uh, that according to Google searches, the top Halloween costume for this year is Witch. How unoriginal. Well. I'm, Let's go back to WandaVision, though, right? Fair. Okay, The fine. Scarlet Witch. Fair enough. And then you have Agatha. Agatha Harkness. All True. Along. True. <laughs> okay, how do you explain number two as Rabbit? Rabbit. Yeah. Was Jojo Rabbit this year? No, but that would be a good costume. Uh, Although, maybe there's controversial. Just, maybe the people <laughs> that like to fuck are getting the Rabbit costumes. Okay. It, oh. It's for a, uh, what do they call those parties? An orgy? Swinger. Oh. Well, yeah, orgy. <laughs> Swinger party orgy close. I think they're the same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. One's just like give or take. Yeah. One's just like more raw. I think a swinger party is like you come as couples and people just like switch around. Yeah, the old switcheroo. Yeah, and then orgies like you go expecting to like have sex with a lot of people. Yeah, you're like I don't know anybody time. here, but I'm gonna fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also on the list are Spider-Man, Cruella Deville, Harley Quinn. Yeah, I kind of expected Harley Quinn. Yeah. And, uh, Maybe not Chucky, if Suicide actually. Squad didn't come out, right? But but the, since they're it did, be a small yeah, amount, right. I'd love to see somebody try to do like a d- the detachable kid. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, just not detached. But I'd love to see some kind of way that they did the detaching thing. Well, you would just not have sleeves, and your arms would just be straight down. Okay. Well, I guess you're just better than me at thinking of how you would do that. So maybe you should do that then. Or if you're really manly, yeah. you could just cut your fucking arm yeah, off. Yeah, just rip them off. Yeah, or, yeah, not even cut it off. That's that's the, weak. The ultimate manliness, yeah. just rip them off. No cutting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd like to say I'm excited for Halloween this year. I was weeks ago, but then it got closer and closer, and then I was just stressed out. So. <laughs> yeah, I just realized, too, hockey is on Sundays. Yeah. We started up. You didn't find out if you're playing. Yet, and I don't you? know if we're playing this week, which I'm assuming we aren't because Halloween is on Sunday. Unless it's like really early in the day, maybe. But even then, it's probably a risk. I mean, I could see an earlier game, but mm-hmm. usually they're evening. Right. I mean, I'm going the hockey over Halloween if need be. Well, yeah, obviously. But I would just be shocked if it's you and a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I just pull out my uh, Dollar Shore cat costume for work yet again for the yeah. millionth year in a row. I don't have the energy to be creative anymore. You can do it nine times and you have to change it. Oh, right. Okay. So I think I've probably got like maybe four or five times left. I'll have okay. to count and see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Halloween's going to be interesting this year. I'm yep. curious how many people we'll get. We're in a new neighborhood. Yeah. The last couple of years we didn't get anybody. Yeah, but we were. We also didn't want people. No, so we're it also worked like, out no. really yeah. well. Yeah. This year though, it looks like there's a lot more kids in our neighborhood and everything. So we're prepared, but we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm okay if they don't. Prepared to call the cops if they get on our property. (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) Don't you touch my cement. (laughs) We should put like a a floor mat down that says the Karens. (laughs) Yeah. Is trigger treating considered soliciting? I mean, kind of, yeah. Although is soliciting implied that you're trying to you're trying to sell something though? Yeah, you're trying to sell your costume is so creative that you should get candy. Technically you are selling something because you're asking them for money. In the form of candy. Yeah, right? That's a good point. So, I guess... And candy's full of sugar, yeah. which arguably is a drug. Yeah. So, really, these motherfuckers are just druggies. Yeah. Drug dealers. Mm-hmm. The whole thing yep. is really a problem. Yeah, it does seem that way. <laughs> so, I vote we uh, just keep the candy for ourselves. It's in the interest of society. Yeah, in the okay. interest of society, I think I should just eat the candy myself. <laughs> okay, we'll see. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. Mm, yeah. Sometimes they just eat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they should do is have the hockey game at that time, at an evening time. Have everybody just go there and hang out and, like, drink beer. You know? Do, like, an adult Halloween. I mean, that is basically what it is without the Halloween. Right. But they should make a thing out of it because it's if, because it's scheduled for Halloween. Yeah, I'm just saying. Everybody shows up as hockey players. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right. I can't believe how fast October has gone, though. I yeah. feel like all the other months took forever, and October is just flying by. I feel like for the last four months or so, at least at work, I it's like, oh my god, this month's already over. What's happening? Oh my god. Wait, this month's already over? What's happening? Like, I just, like, I don't, I'm not processing the whole month. I don't know what's happening. I'm just, like, it's all melding together. So I can definitely relate. Yeah, we only have less than a week left. Yep. Of October. And then we're in the uh, holiday swing. Yeah. Uh, So let's get into what we've got this week for the rest of October. Yeah. Uh, I found out on accident, luckily... Paranormal Activity has a new movie coming out on October 28th. It's called Next of Kin. Okay. And this is going to be on Paramount Plus. Sure. All right. I'm fucking there. Of course Let's you do are. do it. Yeah. I think I saw there was like a behind the scenes situation that's coming out the same day that's about that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to see anything because the ghost is invisible. Yeah. Or demon or yeah. whatever it is. I guess you're right. 
<laughs> so just to be clear, you're not interested in the behind the scenes. You just want to watch the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't need to be told that they have nothing that they're filming <laughs> and then they just put special effects for a book falling over. Okay. I don't need to know how they made a very simple movie. Okay. I just figured there's probably a reason they're making that, so. These movies have like the lowest of budgets and yeah. they make so much money. That's true. That's a good point. Have you seen the first one? Yeah. The, the whole movie is like nothing happening and then like, oh my God. Yeah. Camera shaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was telling you, I've seen two of them, and all I remember about them were like lights yeah. turning off and on. Yeah. All this said, <laughs> lights are on whenever I'm home Obviously. after watching one. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first one. I think I've said this before. First one I saw in theaters. Came home. Every light in my house was on. Mm-hmm. It was like after midnight because it's yeah. all like a late showing. Yeah. And like I was just like, yeah, all lights are on. That's how you kill you demons. Like, did you like go into your parents' room while they're sleeping and turn the light on? No, no I was living in Fresno. <laughs> oh, okay. I was in college. <laughs> okay. I don't know what year it was, but I So think I had was... nobody to protect me. Oh, okay. I was thinking Hence that, the lights. that would be funny if you just like turn the light on while they're sleeping. <laughs> You're like, nope, this has to happen. <laughs> it's for your safety. <laughs> You'll thank me tomorrow. <laughs> when you're not dead. <laughs> no, this was my college days. Got it, got it. All right. Uh, also, another horror movie since it's coming up on Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, October 29th in theaters, Antlers is coming out. This is a movie I think was delayed, like, I don't know, like, I'm gonna say a like, million times. Two years or something. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. It's probably an exaggeration, but. <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, wait, that hasn't been out for years already? <laughs> we saw trailers for this before the pandemic. Yes. I remember that. Way before. Yeah, like, for the longest time. Yeah. It was like every movie we saw yeah. had this And trailer. I was like, can we stop seeing these previews, please? <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't just thrown on Hulu because yeah. it felt like it would just be a Hulu movie. Because I can't imagine this is going to make a lot of money. As I'm saying, I'm going to go see You're it. You're going to go see it. <laughs> but I feel like the hype is just not there. I guess they're just hoping for the Halloween crowd. Yeah. But like, I yeah. can't imagine there's going to be a huge one. I don't know. Anyways, Antlers, the, the horror movie about, I assume, antlers that kill people. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> Guess I'll find I out. I mean, there's a creature, but... Yeah, it's got antlers. Yeah. It's the creature made of antlers. The creature is made of antlers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then last on my list, I have Last Night in Soho. Uh, this is also a theater release on the 29th. And it's a psychological horror with Thomason McKenzie from Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And Anya Taylor-Joy. From... Most, most recently from uh, The Queen's Gambit. Yes. So, that looks like a trippy mind fuck of a movie yeah so. movie looks like I'm, I'm like on the fence about it because i'm like ah some of this looks like too much like i'm not interested but then mm. part of it's very intriguing so i'm like the trailer the starts out like interesting and then it just goes fucking crazy from there yeah it's like and that's like two minutes imagine yeah. two Ex- hours exactly I, I don't even know so that's my list for this week all right um i couldn't find a whole lot that i gave two shits about but um at first i found star trek prodigy on Paramount Plus, it actually premieres on the twenty eighth. But then I realized, I mean, I saw that it was animated and all mm-hmm. that, and it's but and it's about a group of teenagers that dare, uh, steal a Starfleet ship and use it to explore the galaxy. But then I saw that it was made for Nickelodeon, and I was like, oh, this is maybe this for kids. Yeah, it's a kids thing. <laughs> a 
Okay. It's like it's dummy kids. Like thing. I might try an episode just for fun, but like, yeah, it's probably I've, not. I've fallen for that kind of shit before. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like a it was a Pete Pete the Cat or something yes. or something like yeah. on Amazon. I was like, oh, what's this? What's yeah, this? It's definitely kids. I checked yeah. it out. It was like for like I don't know three year olds or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, ooh, and I was like, oh, well, whatever. I'll check it out just for fun. Um, Army of Thieves, though, is coming out on the 29th as well to Netflix, and I'm actually excited for that one because I think it's supposed to be kind of like a prequel to Army of the Dead, and it's about uh, the safecracker guy. I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah. But I liked him. (laughs) I think that's crazy, too, because in this trailer, it felt like that zombie thing is already in effect. Yeah, I mean, it might... It's just they're living in the world outside of Las Vegas. Right, yeah. It seems like it very well could be, not pre-zombie apocalypse, but definitely just pre-events of... Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I found for myself. I did see something for people who are basketball fans. They might care about Swagger. It's on Apple TV+, Plus, coming out the 29th as well. And it's a series about... um, that's inspired by Kevin Durant's youth basketball experiences. I know a lot of people are obsessed with him. So in case anybody's a basketball fan listening, you might care about that. I mean, it can't be better than Big Shot on Disney+. Plus. I can <laughs> You're tell right. You that. You're right. Nothing can beat that. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant, a pro player or a fictional high school basketball team. Yeah. Of girls. Yeah. You decide. Obviously. All right, we do have one exciting announcement. You said, you know, you brought up Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mythic Quest has been renewed for a season three and four. Woohoo! And they get, they, the, did you see the the teaser video for it, the announcement? No. It was pretty clever. I didn't see it. They had Rob McElhinney FaceTime Anthony Hopkins. Okay. And they had this whole, like, conversation. It was just funny bit about yeah. how he was announcing it to him and stuff. And he was all, like, because he was on the show for, like, one episode. Right. And uh, he was just basically, it was just a bit about him, like, pretending like he knew what the fuck he was talking about or caring. Right. And then yeah. brought up all of his Oscars and all this yeah. stuff. Like, it was just, that was petty stuff. And, and then he takes a call from Jason Sudeikis. Okay. About Ted Lasso and all that stuff. And, okay. And him trying to get on that show. It was this funny bit. Right. But anyways. I'll have to check it out. That was the announcement. Season three and four are a go. And it will be before Ted Lasso season three happens. Okay. We'll get it. Which, we, I mean, we got it last, or this year, like that, Yeah, right? the timeline adds up there. Yeah. The math works. Yeah. Also, potentially coming to HBO with the success of The Many Saints of Newark, which is a Sopranos prequel, like, spinoff movie. Right. Showrunner David Chase is apparently in talks to do another prequel series for The Sopranos. I'm going to assume... Okay. One of the other characters. Either... Within the same timeline of that movie, or maybe in between that movie and the show. Yeah. This is, I mean, I did not watch Sopranos. Yeah. I, I wanted to watch this movie, but people said you should watch The Sopranos first. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. Yeah. But still haven't watched this yet. We'll get there. <laughs> it's on our list. <laughs> Mobster stuff just doesn't really do it for me. I don't know. Like, I'm just not into mobster stories yeah i guess i mean i am sometimes but not nearly as much as other stuff because like the well, departed's yeah, about mobster stuff like, you're all up to the departed yeah and but I it's gotta be I like boston it, but... mobsters not new york mobsters is a difference well that would be this right isn't it new york um, i don't know i don't know I've where they're located assumed, i just assumed the sopranos was in new york <laughs> i guess they're italian right yeah not irish 
He'd be a Irish Italian mobster. Maybe. Well, maybe that's like a whole. I new thought there breed. were different types of mobs. I mean, there are. Okay, this is a deep conversation. There's, there's flash mobs. Okay, yeah. There's pitch the, mobs. <laughs> pitch mobs? Oh wait, that's not a thing. Pitchfork pitch mobs. Pitchfork mobs. <laughs> there's mobs and pop shops. No. <laughs> we should move on. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where it's. I mean, they're. All, I assume they're Italian. Yeah. It's typically the mobster I, thing. I'm pretty sure the Sopranos are Italian. It's, okay. Yeah. Either way. Doesn't mean they're not in Boston though. It doesn't, but usually that's like associated with Irish mob. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is based on movie knowledge. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> no knowledge of actual situations over there. All right. Well, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling is in final negotiations to play Ken for WB's Barbie movie, which also stars Margot Robbie as I'm going to assume Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this a while back. About her. Yes. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't... I feel like there's other actors that would be better. Like, would yeah. look more like a Ken. Yeah, I saw this and I was like, um... He's a good actor. He's a great actor, actually. Yeah. He'll do fine. Yeah. But I feel like I could have thought of a lot of other actors I would have thought would have made the cut over him. Yeah. Just on a visual level. It's really just his face. Like, he's attractive, but there's something about mm-hmm. his face that's not Ken Dollish. I don't know. Because his body and what's that movie with, what's her name, Emma Stone? Where he's, like, shirtless and Steve Carell's oh, in it, too. La La Land? No, not that one. I guess he's in a lot of movies with her. Steve Carell? Oh. Maybe. Stupid. Crazy Stupid Love? Stupid Love? <laughs> Whatever that movie is, people listening yeah, know what crazy, I'm talking about. Crazy Stupid, I think is the name of it. Yeah, Crazy Stupid Love. Oh. Where he's shirtless, he definitely looks like a Ken doll in the body situation, mm-hmm. but his face is different. I'm curious if they're going to make make them look like actual Barbie toys, or if they're going to be just looking like people. I'm assuming they're just going to look like people, but that's a good question. Who do you think, do you have anybody in mind that who you thought would have been a more obvious choice? Zac Efron. Damn it. That was mine too. <laughs> but that does say something, doesn't it? He has no penis. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I was. I'm trying kidding. To say. I'm kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I just, I feel like it would be. He just doesn't have that Prince Charming look. I guess I don't know how to explain it. There's something like non-traditionally attractive about his face. I feel like they're just going off of, and this is me assuming this is a love story. Yeah. Because Ken and Barbie. Yeah. Watch, it's like about them getting divorced. Yeah. After how many years <laughs> yeah. of being forced together. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to, going to assume they're basing it off of, oh, he was in The Notebook. Okay. That's that's my assumption. Yeah. It's like, be. oh, The Notebook was great. He was in that. He mm-hmm. was the lead. Let's use him as our... Yeah. One thing I think is weird, too, is like I have this idea of who should be cast as Ken, but when I Googled pictures of a Ken doll and I was like, he was not attractive. I mean, I'm not sure what a Ken doll looks like. I was just picturing... Like... Muscular wise, it was fine, but his there, face was I mean, very he boring. Wasn't, he wasn't muscular; he was just he like was, slender. No, there was muscles. Well, he was like he wasn't like Chris Hemsworth status. Yeah, but he wasn't like also oh. another choice. True, true, but he's also too attractive. That's my thing. Is I went back and I googled. I was like, what does a Kendall actually look like in the face? They're very boring looking, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like they're not attractive yeah. at all. But keep in mind, he wouldn't be as bulky. 
True. In this movie. Yeah. Unless he had to like do it during filming of like Thor like or Thor. something. Yeah, that's true. Because he goes on those like sprees of like bulking, bulking up out. for yeah. the films. Yeah. He's not like always. That's true. That that's size. true. He's naturally not that big. I feel like Chris Pine. That would be a good one. Would be better in the face for it as far as what the face I feel like looks we're just like. going on like. All the Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Christopher Robin was another one I had in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Grand Chris Grand... Evans. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that wouldn't have been. You know, that I did... After he would probably fit the look and the charm of the character. That's true. Yeah. Not that I know of. Ken has charm. I think he's probably supposed I, to. All I know of Ken is in Toy Story. Oh, okay. And he's kind of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's very like, I can't take care of myself yeah. in those movies. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> I need an adult. Yeah. That's his whole role in those movies. Yeah, that's true. I feel like Ryan Gosling will do a good job if he does officially get this role, but it's just not necessarily what I expected. So... But no, again, he's, I mean, unless they're going for like a hard comedy route. Right. Then, then he would be good. Because I know he's right. got a lot of comedy background too. True, true. Moving on, since we have no actual say in what casting they do for Ken. Damn it. I'll try to call them up, but I don't think WB cares. Okay. Uh, Sony has announced two untitled Marvel films coming out for 2023. Oh, Yeah. So, one will be June 23rd, and the other will be October 6th. Uh, this does not include Craven the Hunter, which we know is already a thing, planned for January 13th of 2023. Okay. So, right off the bat, looking at October 6th, I'm thinking, okay, two years from now, mm-hmm. that's clearly going to be either a Venom 3 or some kind of spinoff with, oh, I don't know. Depending on the events of No Way Home, mm-hmm. perhaps a Spider-Man, some type of movie. Yeah, that does make sense, doesn't it? And perhaps one of the villains that we see, or a new one. Well, I'm thinking it would be Venom or Spider-Man is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's one. I just obviously. don't know if it would be considered a Venom 3 or if it would be like a side movie. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I was just saying, because there's going to be two, right? Yeah. So the second one could be... I would imagine, I mean, if Sony would be doing all... Spider-Man based characters, yeah. right? So yeah, exactly. We know that there was previously talks of a Black Cat and Black Sable, Cat was and it? Sable, yeah. What about a? Sp- I feel like that was canceled. At least I've yeah, heard about I it in a long heard time. About it. What about? Aren't people all obsessed with Spider Gwen? Like, wouldn't wouldn't they? That would be, yeah. I mean, especially with what they potentially are doing with this next movie, mm-hmm. we all think there's going to be a Spider Verse tone to it yeah. with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield showing up mm-hmm. that would make a lot of sense yeah you could do either Miles Morales make a another Spider-Man mm-hmm. or you could do Gwen Spider-Gwen like you mm-hmm. just said yeah which would be just as fun yeah definitely um but I kind of feel like if they go the villain route here's what I want to see mm-hmm. Scorpion okay we got a tease of Scorpion in Far From Home, if I'm correct. No. It was the first movie, right? Where they have the, like... Uh, was it the first in, movie? In the, the prison or whatever. The cells. Is that what you're talking about? Well, that was the, the mid... Or the, yeah, the mid-credit scene. Uh-huh. But there was a part where... So I guess it was the first movie. Homecoming. Yeah. Where Vulture has a conversation with him. And you see his scorpion tattoo, whatever. 
right. It's like on his neck or something. Right, right, right. At least okay. heavily implied he was Scorpion. I think yeah. his name was the same and all that too as the yeah. character. Yeah. I would love to see what they do with that character. Mm-hmm. That's one that, like I've never understood why they've never translated Scorpion to the big screen. You've done you've done Mysterio, who would be even like, one of the hardest characters to translate. Mm-hmm. But no one's done Scorpion yet. Yeah. Which is an obvious choice against Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. Especially with bringing J. Jonah in. Now they, depending how they want to do the origin story, mm-hmm. have a in for that character to translate a little bit more within the universe. Yeah, that's a good point. But I feel like none of this is going to be tied to the MCU. I think it's all going to be its own thing. It's going to be its own little compartment. I agree. Because I still believe Spider-Man is going to be exiting the MCU at some point. Like, yeah. I think No Way Home is his goodbye It's his literal No Way story. Home. Story. I don't think that they're continuing with him in the MCU after this. Yeah. I think they'll allow him to come back for team-up shit, but I don't think he's going to be in the MCU. Right. Yeah. So, fingers crossed I'm right. So I can be like, I told you so. <laughs> to everybody. Yeah. All right. Moving into some Disney Plus news. Uh, Hayden Christensen is apparently returning not just for obi-wan kenobi which we already knew about mm-hmm. but he's also going to be coming back for the ahsoka series oh really which, okay you know we've been introduced to her through the mandalorian season two mm-hmm. she's getting her own series yeah uh most likely it's going to be tied to the events of the animated show rebels so if he's coming going to be in that series does that mean that series is going to be uh, like before we met her in uh mandalorian either before or just during because she had already left him right yes the events yeah. of the mandalorian is her after, long after long after she left him i mean he's already turned to right, the dark side yeah, yeah yeah right right so it would have I mean, to be he, he had kids and it, it's yeah. yeah yeah it's long after right the events so what of I, that's why i'm asking is so does that mean that the ahsoka series is going to be way before we met her in Mandalorian? It's either going to be before or after. I mean, okay. I don't see why it would be an issue if it was either because... No, it doesn't matter. It was we just... Don't, we don't know what's going on with her in either direction, right? You're right. Of the it timeline. It doesn't matter. It was just a matter of personal curiosity. I'm going to assume it's after because of the events of the Mandalorian. Okay. She's looking for uh, Thrawn, right? Yes. Which is from Rebels, mm-hmm. which tells me that this is going to take place after. And that's going to be about her trying to find him. Okay, cool. I took that as her them setting up her like journey for her show. Yeah, that makes total sense. Plus, it gives them the ability to cameo the Mandalorian if they ever want to, or some kind of True. any of those characters can just kind of show up if they want now. Yeah. Anyways, we're doing big things now with the uh, Disney Plus and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's probably going to be the focus for now, based off all of the uh, Disney. Investor stuff that we saw, all those shows they announced, and very little movies. Yeah. Uh, over on HBO Max, Brendan Fraser is reportedly set to play the villain Firefly for the Batgirl movie. Uh, this is according to Deadline sources that he will play Firefly. It is not confirmed, but that's the report right now. So there must be multiple versions of Firefly then, because I think I thought it was a female. Isn't Firefly the character from your Legends of Tomorrow show? Is that his name? No. Firestorm. Oh, okay. That's halfway there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so there's a different... I know this character from the Arkham games. 
Okay. There, there I'm is not a... familiar with the character specifically, but in the games, you do have these quests where you have to like chase them down. Right. And he's got like a jetpack and like yeah. a flamethrower. Yeah. Okay. So I was just confused because there was a female firefly, but it was uh, not the first. It's not the first character, the iteration mm. of the character. So that makes sense. I mean, yeah, there's always multiple iterations of yeah. characters. That's just the first one I ever saw. So that's mm-hmm. why I was confused. Besides, you trying to say that they can't uh, gender swap a character? Not at all. That's Brendan Fraser, okay? Yeah. Doesn't he say Fraser? I don't know. Oh. Is it Fraser? I think it might be Fraser. Whatever. Then I'm not a true fan. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fake-ass Mummies fan. Okay. It's just one mummy. Then I'm a fake-ass of that, too. <laughs> You're really just trying to tear me down here, aren't you? I didn't mean to. I mean, there's multiple movies, so technically there's more than one mummy. That's true. You're right. First two had the same mummy. The third one had the Scorpion King. Yeah. Which was The Rock in his first, I think his first movie. Dwayne Johnson bringing the heat. Very much so. (laughs) If you can smell what he's cooking. I can. Well, I mean, this isn't like that big of a surprise, right? He's no. on Doom Patrol currently. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember his character's name, but he's the robot. Mm-hmm. Is it like Metalhead or something ridiculous? <laughs> I think his name is Rob Obot. Okay. <laughs> robot Man. There you go. I was close. I didn't know that was legitimately the character's name, but okay. But this will be good. This will be exciting. Just in general, whatever character he ends up being. Yeah. This will be interesting. Yeah. To see him in like a... In another movie. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't really see him in movies these days, right? True, true. All right. And then last in our news, John Cena is apparently doing more than just patriotic acts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's also in negotiations to star as an act- in an action comedy called Freelance by the Taken director, Pierre Morel. Okay. The summary of this movie would be a retired special forces operative decides to come out of retirement to take a gig providing security for a female journalist as she interviews a cruel dictator. When a military coup breaks out in the middle of the interview, the three are forced to escape into the jungle where they must survive the elements, the military, and one another. Okay. So it sounds like it's going to be like a what, like a comedy where like a buddy comedy. I guess almost? like a like a three way buddy comedy. Yeah. Where they can't stand each other. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it definitely sounds like it's going to be a comedy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right off the bat, I was thinking like the interview. I was like, yeah, yeah this sounds like the interview, but like a little bit further. Mm-hmm. He's getting gigs. Yeah, that's true. He's doing well. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah. Fingers crossed that the uh, that Peacemaker does well. Yeah. Because I wasn't that impressed with the trailer. Yeah. But I think he does well with comedies. Very much so. All right, let's move on. We do have one trailer. We finally got the Uncharted trailer. Yeah. This was kind of a surprise, too. I was like... Huge surprise. Um, it just... I randomly got a notifi- notification on my phone at work. And so I, like, picked up my phone, getting ready to silence it. And then I saw that it was, like, Instagram or whatever. So I, like, looked at it. And, like, the first thing that popped up was not the notification, but it was Tom Holland's posting of the trailer. And I was like, wait a minute. This mm-hmm. looks like Uncharted. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to take my fucking headset off. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, we got a surprise trailer. And I'll be honest, I was... This looks pretty decent. Yeah. It does not look as bad as I was expecting with all the gossip news we've gotten about the, the development of this movie. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it seems to be very heavy on the theme of Uncharted 4, the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they reference his brother. Mm-hmm. Whether he's in this movie, who knows? Maybe that'll be like a surprise thing. Mm-hmm. 
we'll see him and don't know who who the actor is until we see it. Um, that would be fun if nobody spoiled that. Yeah. Uh, or just teasing him being in the next movie or something, right? Yeah, true, true. But they're definitely taking a different route with this than the games, because he's obviously much younger, Mm -hmm. which the fourth game kind of goes into his backstory when he was younger, but, like, they're kind of flashback stuff. Mm -hmm. But this looks like they're primarily just kind of focusing on that stuff as his story. Yeah. Um, But what's interesting is they do have elements from the games, which I really appreciated like their the whole cargo yeah the plane, whole plane scene basically him climbing up the cargo on yeah. the plane and all that stuff and the guy f- getting thrown back and mm-hmm. all that like that's all from the game mm-hmm. uh, yeah i ended up really watching, fun little things like that i watched a video that somebody did that was like side by side or whatever they mm-hmm. had like the game and the trailer and i was like yeah. wow that's that was very crazy. similar yeah very similar. Mm-hmm. I, I think in this, instead of having Nathan Drake throwing the guy, though, mm-hmm. in the game, yeah. this, uh, a cargo box hits him and knocks uh-huh. him off. Yeah. You know, so he's not a killer. He's not the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's looking good. My one question is, will Sully get a fucking mustache? He's got to, right? Like, they've got to be setting up the mustache, right? They yeah. Gotta, they got to be using it mm-hmm. as a joke mechanism. Yeah. Like, I could just imagine him, Nathan Drake telling him the whole time, the whole movie, mm-hmm. you know, you'd look good with a mustache. Or yeah. them having to have a disguise. And he's like, hey, why don't you use yeah, a mustache? Why don't you use this mustache, yeah. And, like, him being, like, against the mustache. And yeah, eventually, like, I hate mustaches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then eventually it's going to just be, like, he gets a mustache, he decides yeah. he likes it. And yeah. Like, that's going to be the joke. Yeah. They've got to do something like that. Yeah. Maybe, like, the mid credit scene will be him getting a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, sure, we'll get another trailer by the time this uh, comes out, which I think is supposed to be February next year. Yeah. Uh, February 18th in the U.S., and apparently the U.K. gets it a week earlier, which is kind of fucking rude. So they mm. get theirs on February 11th. Well, I guess you could say that their release dates are pretty charted. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into what we watched this week. We do have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Most of it seems to be Halloween. Weird. Go figure. <laughs> what sucked is that... Some of the stuff that we're going to watch this week mm-hmm. will be on next episode after Halloween. Yeah. But it's technically Halloween stuff. Yeah. Because they're like, you know what? Release it like the day before. Yeah. Not like weeks before Halloween. Yeah. The day before. The day before. Yeah. So anyone who is new, this is how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or we're neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're, we're DTF. DTF. You see how I was looking at the screen? How do you do that? And I like just, I, I felt when to say it. Yeah. You just rely on me to make sure I say it when you say it. Is that how it works? Or you're just, no, I, you're I, sensing I, me? I, it's like my podcast Jedi Force. Okay. I just okay. know when to <laughs> Got it. start. Good to know. The synchronizing of our lips. Okay. <laughs> you're doing a great job. <laughs> I feel like I should start writing like, literature what do they call that fan fiction no no the, like uh <laughs> romo or uh, romantic uh oh <laughs> fiction or whatever yeah like, the like there's a term for it romance novels uh it's like erotic fiction or okay it's like romance a, erotica or some shit like that like a subgenre of romance novels that are like especially sexual yeah, there's, there's like daniel <laughs> something right it's danielle Steele. yeah i think that's one of those there you go I'm going to be the next Daniel Steele. Romance novels. Yeah, that's her her thing. But yeah, they're like very like sexual, sexually oriented. So They have things like throbbing member and weird bullshit like that. Yeah. (laughs) Synchronized lips. Yeah. Is going to be the new one. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our reviews. Yes, let's. Uh, <laughs> kind of heavy on Netflix, actually. But yep. um, starting out, I, I watched this by myself. Uh, Shameless Season 11 came out on Netflix recently, the early October, I want to say the 11th. It is the final season of the series. It's a comedy, drama, TV series based on the British series of the same name. I really enjoyed this ending to the, you know, it. it's one of those shows that was getting really stale. Mm-hmm. It felt like every season was just like, rotate which character has the drug problem or yeah. the alcohol problem or which, the romantic fucking which drama. Which one is the fuck up of yeah, the season? Yeah, who, who's the fuck up of the season? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because that's how I felt when I would see watching it. It was getting it. really stale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this season did a really good job of kind of capping off I guess, the story for everybody. You know, it focused on all of the, the family. It did justice for the characters. Yeah. Um, Frank was, he's like the dad of the family. And uh, it kind of leaned into him a lot. And I think that what they did really worked well. And I, I think anybody who, who liked the show should definitely check out season 11 on Netflix. Because it it's a it's a fun ending to the story. Okay. I mean, it, it covers all the same nonsense. You right. Know? There's going to be the drug, alcohol, drama with neighbors. General it's, shitty person it's the stuff. shitty, yeah. yeah. You're getting the same shitty relationships and mm-hmm. interactions. And poor decisions. Yeah. Like, <laughs> letdowns from characters. Yes. But, like, at, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I expected. Yeah. But I think the way that they went about moving them forward for you to be like, okay, this is where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. without actually seeing it worked out really well okay i was really surprised though em emmy rossum is not in it which i kind of was like well after the last season i figured she'd come back for some kind of a small pivotal goodbye scenario mm-hmm. and but there wasn't they didn't really do it i guess because they they really focus on her leaving in mm-hmm. the season she left which i think was a couple ago but yeah overall yeah it worked really well for fans of the series to just kind of get that closure i guess for everybody mm-hmm. while keeping the same bullshit they're used to watching i would say for me it was a slice it i really had some fun with it good i'm glad now that it's all done do you think that i would want to watch the whole series no okay i mean it's, again like i said like a good the good middle of 11 seasons yeah. is just the same the same rinse repeat yeah exactly yeah. and i, I would get irritated need... watch like just I would walk in on you watching it and I'd see a couple episodes here and there mm-hmm. and be like, oh, this bitch is still being like that, huh? Yeah. Or It is actually kind of interesting, though, because the, the beginning of the show, it really, you could tell, like, they wanted to make sure there was, like, nude scenes and, like, yeah, a good percent of each episode. Yeah. And, like, as the series kind of goes on, you kind of see less and less nudity. Mm-hmm. You see them kind of focus more on the storytelling and the relationship. Were you at all sad to see it over? Or was it no, time? It was time. It, yeah. I mean, okay. it, I don't think I'm sad. No. Okay. It's, it's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, we also have been uh, trying to catch up on The Walking Dead, season 11. This premiered on AMC on August 22nd. It is the final season of AMC's zombie apocalypse series, um, and we finished through the mid-season break. We're up to date, essentially, on mm. it. It's got everybody you would expect to be in it and all that. Um, I think, again... I feel very similarly to this. So far, I haven't seen a lot of resolution, but I'm kind of hoping it's going to tie some bows, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, so far, all I've seen is more drama created. 
and not a whole lot of resolution. It kind of feels like it's just the same conflict, different mm-hmm. group. Yeah. It's like, oh, this group stole all of our stuff and killed our people. We got to get back at them. Okay, that's over. Now this group did the same thing. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. They do some interesting stuff where they kind of tie parallels. And maybe that's the whole point of what they're trying to show is they, they kind of gave some parallels and some symbolism of like the good guys just perspective right Mm -hmm. you know and that's kind of been a a faint narrative of the every season Mm -hmm. is whoever they're going up against like in their perspective they're doing what they need to do right yeah we're just seeing this perspective and i kind of do appreciate that they are given that kind of glimpse of yeah not necessarily like that those guys are the good guys but like you can be a little bit more reasonable as to like justifying why they're doing what they're doing yeah it's pointing out that uh, it's not just showing our main our core group of people's opinion Mm. it's you're getting some information from both sides that we haven't previously gotten a lot of yeah but i uh, overall it does feel like it's just kind of the same song and dance um Mm -hmm. the way they've kind of filmed i feel has gotten better quality since the last couple seasons Mm mm-hmm um, like last season was just, uh, I felt like it was really fucking slow and nothing really happened other than. Yeah. Towards the end of last season though, they were still filming during the pandemic though. Right. So there was a lot of weird That's true. episodes That's where true. it was like solo. I guess I'm thinking of the one before because oh, it, it okay. was like they, the last two were kind of like a blend of the same right. enemy group. Yeah, that's true. Um, this time it feels like they've kind of sped up the process of like with them and whoever they're they're conflicting with. I think they're called the Reapers this time around. Yes. Which I'm still not really sure I understand. I hope they get they do go and explain how that conflict arose to begin with. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping there's like more than just they found something and well, it's decided only half they season. wanted it. It's yeah. the half season. So yeah. for all yeah. we know, they're going to get a little bit more into the backstory of that whole situation. Yeah. Uh, going forward in the next half. But yeah, it's The Walking Dead. I don't know. We yeah, <laughs> you said like we we caught up, and it's like I never thought we would catch up on the show. Yeah, we were many seasons. We were behind. very behind. Uh, and it's not really a show that I'm watching because I like love still. It's just kind of like I'm just like semi invested. I'm still here because it's I've watched so many of the seasons, and yeah, this is the last one technically. Yeah. Yeah. of The Walking Dead, but they are gonna have their spinoff shows. I think that was announced last year. Mm, okay forgot and then i think they have some other things in in the works yeah there might be a movie based off some characters i think i was saying this i was kind of trying to explain it while we were watching uh the last of it i i'd love to see we we are all we're very focused on like kind of the same areas it's all within like kind of walking distance Mm -hmm. (laughs) essentially um or very long walking distance multiple days of course but it's all in a like a pretty much the same yeah, time region of is the like country. really irrelevant with this show it's like you yeah. don't really have a grasp of like where they're going and how far of a distance it is yeah but like they always seem to like it always seems to be much closer than you quickly. expected it yeah so i was thinking is like i think it would be really cool to see in this universe that they have built what's going on in like other countries or other like completely different regions like Mm. is it is it really just this like that whole half of the country is fucked and like the rest of the world's fine or is it everywhere like because it (laughs) like middle america is just like dead zone between right 
the zombies yeah. on the East Coast and, like, nothing happening on the the West Coast. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Or, like, There's say... There's a bunch of, like, dead land there that no one's, like... Yeah, say, for example, <laughs> even if it was the whole U.S. that's taken taken over, who's to say if, it's, if it never happened in Europe and they're all fine? It's, I don't know. I'm just curious how that... Yeah, that doesn't, I mean, that kind of ties into the whole, like, origin, the, know, how it happened. And they didn't origin. really give yeah. an actual answer, yeah. so... yeah. Yeah, that would be fun though. Like, yeah. And, and just even on like a marketing or business perspective, like mm-hmm. you would think theoretically you could put a different show out there for different regions. Yes. Based off their language and culture. Exactly. And location. So they're getting that more like personal experience of how it would yeah. feel like in their world. Yeah. Versus seeing like the US. That's one of the main reasons I'm curious because there's so many different cultural differences and there's different ways that people act in different countries in general. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me wonder, maybe this is written for how they think humanity would react after something like this happened. But like maybe that's not how all parts of the world would yeah. behave. Maybe there would be some kind of civilized maybe, resolution. Maybe other... <laughs> Countries have a shit ton of uh, underground bunkers because yeah. of expectations of nuclear war. Yeah, exactly. And they have plenty of yeah <laughs> way to survive. Maybe like say, safe, say in France safe. you have a million fucking uh, wine cellars you could use as bunkers and shit like that. Yeah, so there you go. There's a lot. I don't know. There's just differences I would love to see played into something like this. Maybe not on a whole series, but like an anthology thing would be really cool. Yeah. Venice, they would just be all within the... the <laughs> City rivers. Yeah. Or canals, whatever they're called. Yeah. You just have zombies all there, but all, like, the buildings are fine. Yeah. People are just, like, looking down, throwing the trash on the zombies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shitting on them. <laughs> just, like, hanging their ass Somebody out the window. Somebody slips and falls out while pooping. <laughs> Gets eaten. Yeah. <laughs> Mama mia. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what he says when he falls to his death. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I also am not here because I think it's the best show on the planet anymore. I'm invested. I want to see how it ends. I have watched so much of it and enjoyed a lot of it. So here, mm-hmm. I'm just here to finish it out. Yeah. Um, for me so far, definitely this, this first half of the season is a slice it. It's improved a little bit since last season, yeah. in my opinion. Well, and they've added some like character relationships that are like very interesting because of the context of previous seasons mm-hmm. and shit that's happened between them yes and so now you get to see them in the front having to deal with that while they're still doing these fighting another clan of fucking people Assholes. and yeah. zombies and exactly it's very interesting yeah to test it okay it's, it i'm enjoying it enough that i will keep watching yeah I am really curious what's going on with like the the new area that we've been introduced to the yeah. I don't know what it was called but uh, wherever the fuck the Reapers Eugene are. and his like oh, that crew group. are the Commonwealth the Commonwealth like yeah. I, I'm very interested in what's going on there yes I am not caught up with the graphic novel mm-hmm. enough to know what where we are now which is kind of like guess a blessing for me yeah because you'd be hell spoiled if that was the case yeah do we have all of those uh, I don't know about all but we have. A lot? We have enough that you don't need to worry for a while. Oh, okay. We have the first three whatever... Compendiums. Compendiums, yes. Got it. Oh, there's, so there's like probably a fourth one, I think. Probably. Either way, yeah. That's good to know. I should probably check that out. Maybe that'll have more information in it that I'm curious about. They change things around too, obviously. Yeah, For yeah. the show. Of like, course. There's stuff that I was reading in the first compendium like early on that happens seasons three, four, five of the show. Like oh, it's, wow. Okay. It's very adjusted where okay. they put you know storylines and, and characters that show up and 
and their fates and all that stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, I also watched Midnight Mass on Netflix, which is basically the supernatural horror show of the year, right? Yeah. From creator Mike Flanagan. I think he also directed the show. Mm-hmm. This is... It reminded me a lot of The Leftovers. Oh, okay. It's very dialogue heavy. It's Mm -hmm. very slow burn up to a certain point and then it's just full throttle. Um, A lot of heavy religious tones, obviously. It's called Midnight Mass. It's this Mm -hmm. story about like this small island off, I think it's like near New York or something. And it's like basically they just, the small fishing community. Mm Mm-hmm. And basically the show like centers around this guy who gets in a DUI accident, kills a, a young girl okay. because of it. He goes to prison and then when he gets out of prison, he moves back to the small island where his family lives. And everybody knows. With the, the small community and everybody okay. knows about it. And okay. It's, yeah. Basically it's him trying to assimilate into society again mm-hmm. after like what's happened. But like he can't get past it because it's like haunting him. Mm-hmm. And, then there's this overarching story going on, like within the community that he becomes a part of, and Got it's, it. it's a very creepy and slow mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to like the, how it like plays out. But like I enjoyed it overall. Like I said, it's a very slow burn, very heavy dialogue, so you kind of have to pay attention to really get what's going on. But there's a lot of interesting characters and. My only real complaint, I would say, is they do the one thing I can't fucking stand in shows and movies these days, where I feel like they put too much effort into, like, harming animals Mm -hmm. for the shock value. Right. And the creepy, like, uncomfortable reaction of the audience. Okay. And it doesn't... It's not needed in this, because nothing that happens... It happens a few times to multiple animals. Oh, really? Throughout the show. Okay. And it's not necessary to, like, the, the story at all. It's just there to just be there. Yeah. It has no impact on progressing the story or improving the story. Everything that happens could have just been skipped and you still would have gotten the same oh shit reaction once you find out what's truly happening mm-hmm. on this island by the end of the, ser- the series. Yeah. And so that kind of killed it for me for a little bit, but I continued because it was really good dialogue and then storytelling at the very least they could have done it in a a better fashion where it wasn't as like up in your face okay i feel like but overall i really enjoyed this i think people should check it out if you're looking for a fun halloween story if you will yeah for the end of october right so i i'll give it i'll give it a slice it probably wouldn't have been a dissect it had the animal stuff not been there yeah to be honest but i think that was enough to make it not as enjoyable for me that makes sense. Is this something that seems like there might be more seasons? Or does it seem standalone? It feels standalone to me. Okay. But, I mean, there's always a chance, I guess. Right. But given it's Mike Flanagan, mm-hmm. probably not because he's kind of been doing these series for Netflix and then he goes to another one. Like, like a It one-off. seems like they're very one-off. Okay. He did The Haunting of Hill House uh, and then The Haunting of... Bly Manor, both on Netflix. I have not watched either of those yet, but now I'm interested in watching them. Okay. But I am going to be hesitant because I guess they're going to be stuff I I don't like with... Right. ...in regards to animals and stuff, you know? Yeah, well, if it's a horror situation, that's always a risk. Mm -hmm. But he also did Dr. Sleep, so... 
Yeah. That I, was a really good movie. It was fucking creepy in some cases, yeah. but good. <laughs> and I honestly couldn't tell you if I remember if there was any animal I don't, stuff in I that movie, I but don't I don't feel there like was. there was. I know there was a child. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then next, just a quick thing, uh, the Fear Street Trilogy, which is like three movies on Netflix, mm-hmm. I watched, they came out, I think, earlier this year, I guess July, mm-hmm. which I was surprised they didn't just kind of put these out like the first three really weeks weird timing. before Halloween, yeah. like, make it like a event on Netflix to watch right. them that whole month, but yeah. here we are, they just did them in July. Yep. Um... Basically, they're like a real campy horror genre of like the 80s and 90s slasher films. And it, you know. They're based on R.L. Stein's books or stories, right? Book It's a book series? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. With the, the tone of it all. Yeah, and like, definitely. So each movie ties into each other, but they're all based in different time periods. Okay. But the overall story arc like comes together between yeah. the three movies. Got it. They were a lot of fun. I think one was like uh, like the 70s, one was the 90s, and then I think one was actually like really fucking early in like history as a like pilgrimage type oh, environment. Okay. They were pretty gruesome though. I was a bit taken back by how, how bloody they were. Yeah. Overall, they didn't have like a huge cast, but there was a few people that stood out and like throughout the different movies... Gillian Jacobs, she's in like a lot of things. She's been on a few Netflix shows. Mm. She's in there for a part of one of the movies. Oh yeah, she was on Community. I know her. They even have like uh, some cast from the Stranger Things show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sadie Sink and Maya Hawke both show up in this at certain points. And it was very interesting to see them in like something else that is a horror trope but not Stranger Things. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a really good time. It definitely had the gore that i didn't expect and it was it was campy as hell but like i think for people that like those older campy slasher films like it does the job yeah and it does it in a really fun way with the three films tying together okay definitely has some twists in it that you wouldn't expect and it's worth a watch so okay i would check it out good deal for me it would be a slice it nice or should you say slash it (laughs) i guess i should (laughs) Okay, we are, our headliner here is Dune. We finally got to see Dune. Uh, it came out in theaters and on HBO Max, technically on the 22nd, although they both ended up having them on the 21st, because as we know, theaters like to release things the night before, and then HBO Max was like, well, guess what? We're going to have it the day before, too. <laughs> I see a release, and I raise you. A better release. A better release. <laughs> Um, it's a science fiction film directed by Villain- Dennis Villanueva, and it is the first part of a planned two-part adaptation of the 1985 novel by Frank Herbert. And I have not read the book. I want to. Um, I'm on the waiting list, but there's like 17 people in front of me in the library checkout. Uh, but it, according to people that I know that have read the book, it covers approximately the first third to half of the book. Okay. In case anyone's curious. And this has a pretty huge cast. A lot of people, we've talked at length about this, I'm sure. Our primary cast member, Timothy Chalamet, is Paul Atreides. He's our main character. We also have Oscar Isaac, who plays his dad, Rebecca Ferguson, his mom, Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa. Um, We also have Stellan Skarsgård, who's always terrifying. Um, (laughs) Dave Bautista, David Dostmalkian, which I didn't realize. I didn't realize he was in this, so that was fun to see. 
And Zendaya, she's the primary love interest character situation for Paul. Yeah, I guess you could say love interest. I mean, that's how she's described. <laughs> he has like very... Uh, rom- he dreams about her. Romantically. He clearly dreams about her. Yeah, he's got very romantically associated dreams about her. <laughs> so yeah. he may be interested even if she's not. <laughs> so this was an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the the older movie from the 80s. I haven't wa- I haven't read the book or books. Mm-hmm. However many there are, I don't I know. I think there's a lot. Just, I haven't read, okay. read any of them either. <laughs> so, like, I had no context of what this was. Yeah. And I even debated, do we watch the older movie before just to get an idea so yeah. we know what we're getting into? Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. I made the decision not to because I think I've seen the first one, but it's been so long I don't remember it. And I was like, like, I see some screenshots and I'm like, that looks familiar, but like, I don't want to remember it. I figured it'd be better to experience this mm-hmm. fresh. Yeah. But I do want to kind of go back and see it now because yeah. now it's going to look extra ridiculous. <laughs> so just with that like, idea that I have no clue outside of just watching this movie. Yes. The vibes I got were Star Wars meets Game of Thrones. Yeah, that sounds about right. Very cutthroat, political, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got like basically like the Empire and mm-hmm. then you have dueling factions and things like that it, it, there's like there's definitely in the umbrella of the empire it's like a galactic feudal government mm-hmm. i don't it's very confusing um but it's very interesting because you've got dukes of parts of the galaxy uh-huh. like you're the duke of the planet what it's very different um, it's a little hard to wrap your brain around sometimes because they use so many different like medieval terms with like very futuristic and like yeah. space situations. I loved how the names too. The names that had some of these like crazy like you know you expect these kind of names mm-hmm. in a sci-fi story. Yes. You have names like Glossy Raban. Yeah. And then you have Paul. <laughs> You're not gonna. Or make- my personal favorite, which I think the, the the internet's been making a huge fucking meme about yeah uh jason momoa's character duncan idaho yeah <laughs> like they're just very extreme on on one side with these names and then, and then the end they're the other side they're just so basic yeah you also have lady jessica who it which mm-hmm. is like the most ridiculous plain name yeah and it, then she's some kind of like mystical fucking witch situation like she's very no, it, it, it felt like like the core main characters had like normal, if you will, names. Yes. And then everybody else was very sci-fi. Out there. Not something you would expect. Yeah. There's definitely differences <laughs> amongst the uh, houses, if you will. So like the Harkonnens and that whole planet, they have probably crazier names. Mm. And the uh, Atreides are going to all have more like what you would consider traditional Americanized or like English names, if yeah. you will. So, do you feel like this movie was hard to follow? I it, to me, it felt like there was moments where I was like, I don't know if I understand what's happening or who's doing what, and like I couldn't tell if that was just the direction of the storytelling or if it was I just didn't know because I was expected to have known from previous content like the book or the movie to like guide me uh for me i felt like there were a few times that i was like 
wondering if I understood what was happening because it was like, wait, who did that or what's this for? Mm -hmm. Um, most of the time I think I could pick it up from context clues, but I don't think you necessarily needed background to understand most of it. It just, some of it was a little confusing. You had to pick up like one word that somebody said like 30 minutes before, and then it was like, it'd come into play again or whatever, I Mm. think is what happened with some of it. Which if you didn't hear that one word, (laughs) then you'd be lost. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it seemed, it was a very complicated story. At least the background of the story was complicated. Mm-hmm. The actual story that you see play out isn't that complicated. And of course, there's only like a like a portion of the full story, right? Right. So yes. we're not getting like the whole thing that was in the book. Yeah. Um, which was something I was worried about, to be honest. I really thought like, well, knowing that that's this is not the full story. One, are they going to be able to give us a conclusion that's satisfying, knowing that there's more? And two, are we worried? about having something like this that we watch and then we may not get a sequel depending on how good or bad it does. Yeah. And I will say one of the things I think that took away from it was I do think it had a very awkwardly abrupt ending Mm -hmm. and it didn't really feel like an ending. It just felt like they were just like, okay, we're done now. Yeah. And I think that kind of takes away from what I thought was a really good and powerful story for two hours before that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess before, more than that. Yeah. The movie's like two and a half hours or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I will say, I, I felt like it didn't feel like it was that long. Yeah. Granted, we did watch it at home. We didn't yeah. see it in theater. So maybe if I was in a theater seat, I'd be like... Shifting around. Shifting around because my ass hurts from mm-hmm. being in the seat too long. Yes. But, um, I do feel like I was fully engaged with this movie. I think Timothy Chalamet did a fantastic job mm-hmm. i think they all did i, I yeah. honestly like you have an all-star cast yeah this everybody movie. was great of course you're expecting some of them to die yeah and you know that does not disappoint i wasn't quite expecting them to die so like i i so abruptly in some cases mm-hmm. so i think yeah there's some characters here where you're like they did not use that character nearly as much as you thought they would exactly the trailer was very misleading yes. with this movie particularly Absolutely. because there's stuff that's in the trailer and you're like, oh, that's all it was? And yeah. when the actual context of the movie. It's, yeah. And um, it's interesting. Yes. But they, they did that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That could be, I guess, to an extent, a negative, depending on your opinion of you know, what you expect out of the movie. Yeah. So I could see how that could be something that people were upset about. Right. But overall, I think it was fun. It was, to an extent, a slower burn as well. Mm-hmm. I think you really had to pay attention to the to the conversations and the dialogue, like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. You miss one little thing and you're you're thrown off with something later on. But it was clearly set up for a bigger confrontation. Yes. Later. Yeah. Um, and I think it they did a great job with this movie. I I really did have a fun time. I think that the the way they ended wasn't the greatest, but we see that a lot, right? Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean kind of did that when they mm-hmm. had their two part. Yeah. Story with their thing. And... It's always a really complicated battle trying to choose the right place in a book to mm-hmm. pause if you're taking for making it multiple parts. Because mm. you can have something like the Lord of the Rings trilogy where you make each one too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or you can have something like The Hobbit where it should have been more than one fucking movie. Um, well, it was. It was oh, yeah, but... Three? 
They made a trilogy. Yeah, but it's... But sh- I, I think the argument with that one was like it was... It should have been two movies. Not necessary to be three movies. Yeah. They extended too much. Right, they extended too much. Or too little. There was another, <laughs> there was another situation where I felt like they needed... It's choosing the right stopping point. Exactly. This is what I was trying to go for. It, <laughs> it's knowing where to put the build up and the climax to conclusion yes. for that chapter. Yeah. And I feel like this one, I think they went a little further than they needed to go. Mm-hmm. I think we had a really good ending mm-hmm. to this and then they just went a little bit further. Yeah. And, you know, not to give it away, but right. like we know why they did that. Yes. But like, in my opinion, that's clearly for marketing yeah that was not something that needed to be in this movie no it would have been tell the story that we got in this movie yeah it would have been better to leave it without that and if you've seen it you know what we're talking about <laughs> so i don't know i very i really 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 enjoyed this movie i thought the graphics were great i thought the cinematography was great the acting was awesome the story was fun it was fucking insane and mm-hmm. convoluted but i liked it yeah i never thought i'd have so much fun watching a bunch of sand yeah <laughs> Um, also it did kind of make me, this is the first time I've really felt since the pandemic, like I kind of did think I should have seen this in theaters. We still can. Yeah, we probably will because we have a membership, so why not? But I just wanted to point that out. I felt like it was fun. It does have moments where you, you would see it and you go, yeah, this should definitely be a- This would be more weighty. Epic cinema moment. Yes. But I don't feel like it'll take away from seeing it later no no if you have the uh ability to see it twice then see it at home Mm. and then see it in theaters that's great i was just saying if someone hasn't seen it yet and you think you might enjoy it and you're only going to choose either at home or in the theaters i would probably err on the side of theaters because it's there are some moments that i think will be much more Mm -hmm. impactful if you see it on the big screen yeah Although I do feel like there was moments that were hard to listen to, mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe that would be better in moment like in the theater. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it could be worse because of the audio could just be like really strong on sound effects or mm-hmm. explosions, whatever you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a crapshoot. But this movie has done really well, right? Oh, my yeah. my concern was the not getting a sequel. We are getting a sequel. Yeah, it's already been confirmed. Legendary has announced. Uh, they will get, they will have the sequel in October of 2023 for this movie. Nice. Uh, so at least we have that. We you know <laughs> we didn't start something we're not going to get the conclusion to. Yeah. Um, but it's done really well. Opening weekend domestically, it got 40.1 million dollars. Okay, that's not even including HBO Max and the right. theoretical dollars that they get <laughs> from subscribers. Dollars. Yeah. I mean that's what it is. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> You're just. Oh, well, that $10 for that month that counts for them watching Dune, right? right That's right. really what you're saying, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Internationally, this is where they fucking destroyed. $182 million. <laughs> Yep. That is insane. Uh-huh. The, the worldwide, altogether for this movie so far in the first weekend, $223.2 million. The budget was $165 million, So they've already gone above and beyond nice. this movie's budget. Yeah. Which well deserved, you know. I I'm guessing HBO Max has a lot to do with the there being only 40.1 million in the in the domestic. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And you know what? That actually brings about a very good point. Internationally, I don't know where HBO it's not Max in every is other in regions, but yeah. I know there are some that do not have it. Yeah. So that is a good point. Yeah. 
they probably had to go to the theaters for this. Yeah. Do you feel like Dune can take over, like, to replace Star Wars as far as, like, a theatrical experience? I kind of feel like this is, it felt to me like this is Star Wars for adults. Mm-hmm. It did feel that way. <laughs> um... I mean, it kind of has the potential to because from what I understand, there's a lot of books. There's a lot of source material. So they could really grow and expand the universe and Mm -hmm. get much more out of it than just one story. Right. This could be like Warner Brothers or is it? Who is it? It's legendary. Well, yeah, it's their It's Warner Brothers, essentially. It could be their Star Wars, essentially. Um. I could see that happening. Like they have the potential to like do spinoff series on HBO Max and mm. shit like that if it gets really big. Because it does have, um, like you said, tones of Game of Thrones. Because there's lots of battles for control and mm-hmm. manipulation and all of that yeah. stuff. I really did enjoy the like the sci-fi element of like ships and stuff. Like mm-hmm. the one they were, like, they were flying ships that were basically like dragonflies. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. It was really cool, <laughs> but like I'm also thinking like on an engineering level, I'm like, this Does is that like, make sense? Th- like this is like a real like concern if this stops working. Yeah, but I guess you could argue that for any kind of aircraft. True. If one wing stops working, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but like just like in general, like the the tech that they used in this, they had these weird force field things that they have yeah which i was a little confused because like it seems really cool but then it just felt like they were not doing a whole lot mm-hmm. it was kind of like star wars uh stormtrooper armor yes it's like they have armor but somehow one shot kills them yeah it, yeah <laughs> it felt like that kind of effect but with like swords and right whatever kind of weapons they were using yeah and their battles here true true but yeah i had a really good time with this um I'll, i will give it a dissect it even with the lackluster conclusion i think it got me really invested in the universe yeah the story like mm-hmm. these characters even ones that we know are not going to continue yeah. after this like you cared about them yes so I hope that we see most of them return that are still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also going to dissect it. And I am also going to be checking on my library waiting list because I'm still even more interested in reading the books now. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as like the movie goes, right? We were going to watch the older one yeah. after this. But now mm-hmm. I'm like, do we watch it? Yeah. Because it's going to be presumably more of the story than what we got here. True. So do we want to spoil that or do we want to go into this one blind so do we need to wait two years uh, i don't know that's a long i mean i feel like if we watched it now we might forget it by then i won't forget it but <laughs> true block it out of your memory yeah <laughs> i'll look it up and see if somebody else has decided for us if if it's worth watching the old one and or if we should just pretend it doesn't exist i mean it's also an option i guess yeah all right that's it for our review that is it for all of our reviews and our tv and movie section if you're still listening we appreciate you thank you so much please take a few seconds out of your day to go find your podcast service and rate or review us on um apple Podcasts, itunes whatever you use that has a rating ability we would love it if you'd give us some stars um you can also do that on our facebook page look us up dissecting this fiction you can give us a rating on there too if you feel like it or you can follow us on twitter at dtfpod or send us an email directly to dtfpod at gmail.com you can also check out our website if you feel like it dtfcast.com all right it's time to get into some gaming news it's game time game time (laughs) it's game time yeah
That should be our new thing. Yeah. It's game time. It's game time. <laughs> Put on your game face. Yeah. For game time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a little bit of stuff this week that's coming out. Uh, so I found a game that I didn't notice last week. So uh, Backbone is the name of the game. It comes out on October 28th to Game Pass on console. It's actually already been out for purchase. So it's already available on Windows, Xbox One, PS4, Switch, um, etc. But uh, now it is on game. It's going to be on Game Pass. And it's an indie noir adventure game which follows a raccoon private detective in a dystopian city inspired by Vancouver, Canada, populated by anthropomorphic creatures. <laughs> so it sounds fucking great to me because uh, I like detectives solving mysteries and anthropomorphized animals. It sounds perfect. I think you just like raccoons in general. Our raccoons are pretty uh, great. That was it. Donut, Donut, Donut County. County. You Hell just yeah. were like in love with that, that game. That game was so good. And I feel like it was just the raccoon talking that did it for you <laughs> probably i don't know they, you, they you had put a really... talking rodent or something talking in animals a, in of a any commercial kind. she is your fan <laughs> so uh it's like noir pixely but really really good looking graphics so if any of any interest in uh like mystery solving and uh, human-like animals uh, check it out on game pass <laughs> Okay. Sounds good. For you, not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing really coming out on PlayStation specifically or Xbox other than just the Game Pass game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Switch has Mario Party Superstars coming out on the 29th, which I think is just an older game that they're relaunching okay. on Switch. But I'm not quite sure. Okay. The problem is I don't really have friends to play Mario Party with, so it's not like a, a franchise I typically buy anymore. Got it. It's uh, <laughs> it's past my prime, I guess, of, <laughs> right, right. of social interactions. Got it. Now it's just Warzone. Yeah. But multi-platform, we have Guardians of the Galaxy that comes out on the 26th. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm very interested in this game. Yeah. I, I feel like we should try to wait if we can... If we can be patient, mm-hmm. try to wait for like a Black Friday sale, see if we can get it cheaper. Yeah, that'd be nice. Just because who doesn't like things cheaper? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also on October 28th, Writer's Republic comes out, which is the um. Ubisoft game, which is like, which is basically like an open world of like any like export you can think of type. Say, is it like motocross yeah, or whatever? It's like, like, I don't know. It's like ATVs, snowboards. Okay skydiving i think i don't okay. know just like so bicycle kind of like bmxing outdoor yes activity that requires a device yes. other than your body i think it's like roller skates <laughs> with like rockets on them okay cool I made that up i don't it should be they probably it, have ubisoft that. doesn't have their fucking idiots <laughs> it's the dlc <laughs> yeah, yeah costs more than the fucking game yep yeah that game had been delayed a few times so yeah. i guess it's actually finally out wasn't that supposed to be like a like launch title for something i feel like it was supposed to come out it was probably supposed to be early with the the new with consoles. the new console gens right probably That's what I, was, I feel like we saw it with that stuff maybe i yeah, don't remember the, i don't remember the release yeah, dates. i just important. know it's been delayed yeah, yeah yeah all right uh moving on there's some bad news for anybody who was looking forward to blizzard's blizzcon line <laughs> 
There's apparently the name How of their many words are they online <laughs> version of BlizzCon. Uh, it was intended to happen early in 2022, but they plan to reimagine it for the future of BlizzCon events, saying they want it to be safe, welcoming, and inclusive. And the decision was fueled by the need to direct the energy Blizzard would normally spend putting on the event elsewhere, specifically towards supporting the teams and progressing development of the games and experiences. Okay. I think this is probably a lot tied to the uh, negative attention that they have currently with Activision and Blizzard uh-huh. and the accusations and all the stuff. They're right. Getting employees fired and... All kinds of drama. Yeah, I think the, the California is, I think, suing them over labor issues, stuff like mm. that. It's a, it's a whole mess. So it's they're probably like, you know what? Let's not. Let's not spend a lot of money on something that people are just going to hate us while being there. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. If they even show up. Right. Anybody who was interested, I guess you have to wait on that. All right. We talked, I think, last week about Nintendo getting an upgrade for Nintendo 64 games on the Switch Online. Okay. So it came out, and it's had issues. Of people course. aren't happy. <laughs> I personally know some people who have already called Nintendo customer service trying to get a refund. Wow. So uh, people have been online saying that there's input lag and frame rate issues on multiple games that they've tried to play. Uh, there's, I guess, a particular issue with Ocarina of Time that doesn't, it just doesn't look right compared to the, the original release of the game. Okay. There's something off about it. Uh, the games have no controller pack support for the controllers. How, does, how do you play it then? But you have controllers. You oh. don't have the 64 oh. pack, re- like, okay, sorry. Plug-in stuff that you used got to it, have. Got it, got it. Like okay. the memory cards and the rumble thing. Okay, sorry. I didn't have one of those, so I'm not up on the lingo. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, we do have one. I mean, I didn't have yeah, one. Technically, you have one now. Okay. So you should have caught up. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it like in a box somewhere? Yeah. How <laughs> would I catch up? <laughs> you go get the box, you plug it in, and you okay. catch up on like decades of games you oh. didn't play. Okay. All right. Crazy. Okay. My bad. Uh, the other issues people have had is the fact that you cannot have customized button layouts on the controller for the games. I guess that's something that people really were expecting and did not receive through this whole situation. We were just kind of already, at least I was, on the fence of like, well, this is really fucking expensive mm-hmm. or something I know is not going to be worth that price. Yeah. You're getting the minimal online functionality. That mm-hmm. you're getting with Nintendo. And they want you to spend 50 more dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. Just to have some 64 and Genesis games. I mean, you, you're you basically paying into that DLC for Animal Crossing, right? That yeah. they also promoted with it. Yeah. You're paying for that whether you have that game or not. Yeah. And if you don't have that game to feel like you got your money's worth, you're probably going to then go and go, oh, I guess I'll go buy this game. Yeah. Further giving them money. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a great deal to me. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> so then on top of that, you're adding all these problems that people are saying they're having. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some of these are just like preference things, like button layout, stuff like that. Yeah. Ocarina of Time, that's, you could chalk that up to like, well, I mean, do you really care? Yeah. Um, but input lag, frame rate issues, like that stuff that is definitely something that, that tells me if it's on Nintendo's end, that that's something that they just rushed this and released it long before they should have. Yeah, definitely. 
So it'll be interesting to see how many people actually end up getting it and or return if they can. Yeah. Get, or get a refund, if you will. All right. Uh, moving on, there have been a couple game announcements that are very Halloween themed. Unfortunately, you won't get them until next year. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology has announced the final game in season one. So they've also established that it is going to be a seasonal thing. Okay. So the fourth game is called The Devil in Me, and it's going to be coming out next year. It's an interesting title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the trailer, it came off like this killer is chopping people up and using their parts to put them on the animatronic robots. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not like that. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> Because they built this game specifically for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be rude not to play it. I guess I'm just going to be rude then. <laughs> and then also, this is a very exciting game. Uh, Quiet Place is getting a single player game developed for 2022 by developer Saber Interactive. And it will be an untold story of survival that captures the compelling suspense, emotion, and drama of which the series is famous. Interesting. Uh, they have not announced any specific platforms it's on, but um, hello, Microsoft. Maybe look into trying to get this as a timed exclusive. Maybe just flat out exclusive. Yeah. Sounds like it's uh, got some opportunity uh-huh. to be good. I'll see. Now, I was thinking, I mean, that's that's a good idea, but here's what I was thinking. VR. You think VR would be a good one for this? I don't know. The problem is that's very limiting because you're not going to have a huge player base that can, you know, this is a property that's, a good that's point. well known. You're not yeah. going to want to limit it to a smaller player base who has VR. That's true. You're right. You're right. The, I just think it would be to cool To add support VR. for VR would be great. Yes. But I don't think you would want to limit this to a smaller player Yeah, I don't want to limit it to VR because that worries me that it's going to be Oculus. I mean, Resident Evil 7 proved that you can do both. Right. You can Good give point. a solid game and then you can also put it in VR. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Good point. So my question is, what kind of a game is this going to be? Are we seeing this as a Telltale, like Walking Dead style game? See, that's what I'm trying to figure out too. Because it's like, More are narrative you... driven? Is it going to... see? So I'm picturing a game that you're going to hate because you're going to have to be it's like... It's The Witcher. But you have to be quiet. You as have fuck. to be quiet, not dis- not make any noise. You have to b- go slow, not just rush in and kill things. Like mm-hmm. I'm just that's what I'm picturing. Where you, it's kind of stealth, but mm-hmm. not like it's like you're in plain sight, but you're going slowly or whatever. And I feel like thinking about this, they would have to do. Let's say if they do the first person type game, it would have to be very similar to Alien Isolation. Okay. Which is kind of the concept of that game. You have to be quiet mm-hmm. or else the alien will know where you are and hunt you down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could pull the exact same concept and, and mechanics and and put a game together like that. Yeah. Because if you think about it, this, is, this can't be a game that has a lot of these creatures in it. It has to really just be a small, like either one or a couple of them, right? Because it can't be an open world game where you're... It would be too boring. Right, yeah. If, if you have to be quiet, you can't like... You can't like explore. You know, if, you, you yeah. run a little too fast, you got like 20 of them running out. Right, right, right. It's yeah. got to be very like isolated to to like a, like one or two of these things. Yeah. 
Did you say The Witcher on purpose? It was a joke because you like The Witcher. Okay. You because... said you're going to hate this. Yeah. And I was thinking because it's like The Witcher game. I want to enjoy but I just can't. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask is because apparently they were a developer on The Witcher 3. Would they just like give support for the game? I don't know. CD Projekt Red is obviously the publisher, but they're listed as well, I mean, they as made a... the game. Yeah, I know. CD Projekt Red made the game. I know, but they're it's listed under their like uh, gameography, if you will. Whatever okay. Whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, they were developers for it. Also, the World War Z games. If that has anything. Okay, well that could tell input. us then that it could be a very uh, co-op driven yeah. yeah experience. But then. it says single player, right? Don't you go giving me facts oh. that were already announced. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you let me finish, it could be like a co-op experience okay. by yourself. Okay. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. The nerve of some people. Oh, it looks like they were developers to help it get The Witcher 3 get onto Nintendo Switch and onto new next gen. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Because yeah. Sony does that a lot. Yeah, they'll do that kind of thing. Because I was like confused. I thought it was just CD Projekt Red as well. But now that makes sense. It's specifically for next gen and Switch. Okay. Actually, let's get into it now. The next story we have. uh, God of War is getting a PC port by external studio Jetpack Interactive. So this is another example Mm -hmm. of a studio who is not the one who made the game. Who is bringing it to a different platform. That's really... I never thought about that being a thing. So. Yeah, so Sony does that like all the time with their games. Yeah, makes sense. If they do like a remake or something, usually they'll have somebody else work on it. Or mm-hmm. if there's just like a smaller DLC something, sometimes they'll yeah have somebody else work on it. Like uh, Uncharted on Vita mm-hmm. wasn't done by Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. They like oversaw the game, but they didn't right. make the game. Got it, okay. They're like, we don't have time to work on that. Yeah, no, this is beneath <laughs> us. Literally, I'm standing on the Vita. It's so small. <laughs> um, so God of War is coming to PC, and the developer Jetpack Interactive has worked on Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2, and NBA Live 16. So, very obvious reason why they are porting God of War to yeah. the PC. Yes. Uh, obviously, basketball simulator games translate very well to story-driven Ragnarok tales. <laughs> yeah, of course. Makes sense. And this will be released in January of next year. So. Okay. I think the bigger news here is that we are seeing Sony starting to really put a domino effect on putting their games out on PC. Yeah. It's later than the console release. It's, you know, sometimes many years. years, But, like, we're seeing that gap get a little bit smaller, I Mm -hmm. think. So, they clearly tested it out with, I think it was... Horizon? Horizon. Thank you. I think it was Horizon Zero Dawn was the first game they tried yeah. it with. We've seen Days Gone, I think, get the PC port. I mm-hmm. think, I want to say Uncharted is getting it. Didn't we just get that announcement? I think we might have just talked about that, yeah. And um, now God of War. Like, yeah. So these first party titles that are big name franchises are getting more than exclusive to the console at some point now. Yeah, it's interesting that Sony <laughs> Gaming finally realized, oh, we like money. <laughs> yeah, we could make more? <laughs> Without looking like shit bags or just reselling the same game yeah. again to the same <laughs> console? Yeah. Oh, but this one has jetpack rollerblades. 
I want them to be roller skates, though. They've got to be, like, super primitive and then have a jetpack. <laughs> I think roller blades is the better route. Okay. Because you feel like you're cool. Oh, okay. But you also realize you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting rollerblades in okay. DLC. Okay. <laughs> it's like the 90s roller, you know, 90s was like the rollerblade time, yeah. right? Yeah. Is yeah. it still a thing? Do people still do it? I'm not sure if we they even still exist. saw one guy, I think a couple weeks ago, over by the mall. I think people started rollerblading again during the pandemic, but I think it's yeah. like dying off again. Yeah. yeah. Wearing their Jinko baggy yeah. jeans. <laughs> yeah. With their wallet chain. Yeah. <laughs> And their Stussy shirts. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, and last in our gaming news, D-Brand uh, has pulled their PS5 plates from purchase after Sony has delivered them a cease and desist order. So the company, ironically, had their marketing slogan, Dark Plates, Go Ahead, Sue Us. <laughs> okay. Why would they... Do that. They had this whole thing like they were just really cocky and like, oh, we got this. Yeah. And you can't do shit about it. Yeah. Uh, mainly because the, the, the main situation is Sony didn't technically have a patent on their thing at the time when they oh. started doing this. Okay. And so their thought was there's no patent. They have no right. room for. They have no basis. Yeah. They can't, yeah. They can't do anything about it. So Sony has since gotten its patent for okay. their plate covers for the PS5. Got it. And now they are no longer able to do this D-Brand thing. So three days after the cease and desist, D-Brand said, we couldn't do it anymore, but we basically changed the thing. Mm-hmm. We're back with, uh, they said, dark plates are back, checkmate lawyers. <laughs> okay. was their their response. And basically, they came out with a new version, which basically, from what I can see, all they did was carve out on the covers a vent-looking hole. Okay. Which, whether it does something or not, I don't know, but they were very cocky about it doing more yeah. than the PS5 was capable of without the, the vent design that they've added. Of course. So they're saying that they know more than the engineers at Sony yeah. making the console. That's pretty much the rundown for that whole situation. They got really cocky about it. They mm-hmm. got sued. They're like, oh, okay, we're fucked. And then they're like, how can we do this? And I'm going to assume they just took what they already had inventory and they just carved out a vent hole. Right. And that was it. <laughs> so I guess, like they said, your move, Sony. Yeah. <laughs> These things are so expensive, though. Like, I wouldn't even buy one even if they were not an issue to oh. even get. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not a fan of the white on my console, but... You're not that hateful of it, and you're willing to pay so much money. I'm not looking at my console enough to, like, care. Yeah. Yeah. It does bring up the question, why hasn't Sony made other colors? Yeah. It's an easy profit for them. Yeah. It would be dirt cheap to do. Mm Mm-hmm. They could sell a bunch of them. I'm sure people would buy multiple colors. Yeah. Especially if they buy one that they like, and then they, they find one later on that comes out, and they're like, oh, I like that one more. Yeah. It's like, back in the day, I guess, like, a phone case isn't, like, the same thing now, but, like, back in the day with the, like, Nokia brick phone where you get, like, the face plates for it, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. Like, why wouldn't they do that? I mean, even 360, it failed miserably. Yeah, but I remember that. The, 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 
the Xbox 360, when it first launched, had faceplates, mm-hmm. which that exact concept. Yeah. And they made a certain amount of them. Some were like licensed from the NFL. Some were just mm-hmm. like these artsy fartsy looking things. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't. It just didn't work. People didn't buy them. It didn't go well. Which is weird to me. I feel like people would. Yeah. It just it didn't catch, and mm-hmm. so they but, stopped. To be fair. Gaming had not taken off nearly as much as it has these days back then. I feel like it mm. wasn't as mainstream popular. I mean, that was still Xbox or Microsoft trying to get into the gaming world, right? Like yeah. They had the Xbox, which was su- successful to an extent, yeah. but they didn't have that market yeah. share that Sony had with right. the PS2. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, just thought it was interesting news that they... Uh, made this whole thing about sue us and then they did and they're like oh shit yeah my bad but they're don't actually sue us they're claiming that the the cease and desist was tied to sony getting a patent on that thing just not yeah not them not them not them calling their bluff or just them yeah getting a patent is really what it so i wonder if if sony didn't have a patent on it at the time couldn't anyone have theoretically filed a patent on it I assume you could only file a patent if you created it. I don't oh. think you could just go and file a patent on somebody else's like invention. Oh, okay. If you could, that would be a huge flaw in the world. It would. I agree. Although I hear you can get take out a life insurance policy on complete strangers. <laughs> yeah. Had a coworker tell me that as one As long day. as you have their social security And then number. I was like, um, should I worry? <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? You're like, do you have a life insurance policy on me? You're not going to get much. A lot of tread on this body. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's it for our news. We did play Back for Blood. That is our game this week. Yeah. It came out on Game Pass. Also multi-platform. So you could buy it on PlayStation or Xbox or PC. Mm -hmm. It came out on October 12th. It's uh, It's a first person shooter survival game. Spiritual successor to... Left 4 Dead, developed by Turtle Rock Studios and published by WB Interactive. Um, so, first things first, I wanted to ask you: you pl- did you play Left 4 Dead? I assume. Yes. I okay. Did. How does this? How do you think this compares to? It Left 4 feels Dead? very similar. Okay. It, even controls are clearly up to date to like the standards of like first mm-hmm. person shooters, if you will. Okay. Right? But when it comes to like the way the game is laid out, it's it feels very cookie cutter. To okay. you do this mission for player co-op. Mm-hmm. You know the the items you pick up are the same. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've added some like turrets and stuff. I don't know if that I don't remember that stuff being in the Left 4 Dead games. But like overall, the items feel like they're the same. Come okay. down to the creatures, they all very much the same creatures, just a different name and slightly different look because they can't do the exact same thing as they right. had. Yeah. But like overall, you're getting the same package. Mm-hmm reskinned okay it feels like okay and that that's i mean that doesn't mean that it's bad it just it's what it is yeah and it's if you liked that you'll probably like and it was huge it was a lot of fun people love that game type and Mm -hmm. they just continued it on the next gen if you will yeah all right uh so let's a little i have a little kind of guide wrote down some things to try to guide us through like what to talk about with this game but um so character choices and their default weapons uh let's talk about that 
I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I do not know if that's something that changes over time with like customization. Uh-uh. It as doesn't. As far as it doesn't. You nope. looked it up? I looked it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it was something after like a certain point you unlock the ability to be like, I want this gun default with this character. Nope. So that is the problem. Yeah. I feel with the game is they kind of force you to pick certain characters. Yeah. Just if you like a particular gun. Ex- yeah. Or a particular or weapon. weapon. Like yeah. secondary. Yeah. Like, for example... I found myself to really enjoy the machete as my secondary because if I'm low health, I can get the card, whatever fuck they're called. The like melee melee kills give you give you plus two health. Yeah, I always choose that one too. And I'll just mash the button, swinging my machete in the corner of a room. I haven't tried a machete yet, but I was using a baseball bat. Same shit. It's fucking great. I'm not usually a melee person in these kind of games, but I've been all about it. Like I got confused whenever I had a gun there instead. You've used the machete though, right? I haven't. Ever? No. Oh, okay. I'm curious if the baseball bat plays exactly the same. I'm assuming so. I would would think it would be slower, but maybe not. Maybe just a skin. I'll just just try it and follow up. Yeah, I mean... Same with me. I can yeah. try the baseball yeah, bat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so stuff like that like, bothered me because, you know, I'd have to use, I don't remember the character's name, but it was the guy with the submachine gun to uh-huh. get the machete. But right. like, I don't want the submachine gun. Right. I want the machete. Yeah. And I want an assault rifle or an yeah. LMG or something that's useful. Yeah. Not that's, some yeah. gun that has low capacity ammo and terrible recoil, which it does. Yeah, the same shit. I would always choose Holly who has the fucking baseball bat, but her main her main gun was a shotgun. I don't do shotguns. It's not a mm-hmm. thing for me. I need a fucking assault rifle or a sniper rifle depending on the situation. I don't typically use shotguns, but I will say I had to pick one up in one of the matches we had because somebody stole my gun when I swapped on accident mm-hmm. and then I had to level up the shotgun, and, like, the shotgun worked pretty fucking well. Mm-hmm. I will say it was pretty impressive. Was it an assault rifle that you dropped? Yes. It was probably me, then. I loved that gun. I mean, if it was you, then we're going to have some problems. Well, I didn't steal it. I mean, I came across, from my perspective, it was stolen. I came, all I know is I came across a gun that was fully upgraded, and I was like, ooh, piece of candy, and I mm-hmm. swapped it out. Nobody was around. It was nobody just, was around, huh? Nobody well, was around. it wasn't me then because oh. I had just dropped it and oh, okay. then something grabbed it right when I dropped it. Oh, okay. Because I was trying to like, uh, I was trying to attach something or something. I don't, right. whatever reason whatever I fucking okay. dropped it and picked up the shotgun on accident. Okay. And then I had to like re-level up the shotgun. Got it. From what I originally had. Yeah. Okay. Either way. Well, yeah. I, I hate the limitation. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Yes. That you have to you have, have to pick your character. certain set loadouts. Yeah. Like, it makes it so you kind of either have to buy a gun every time you start a fucking round or whatever, or you have to, like, rely on finding mm-hmm. something. Because, like, there were times where somebody else chose that Holly character, and so then I would choose whatever the other one was, but I think I played the mom character, which mm-hmm. her weapons were, like, another shotgun, what, and uh, an SMG. I actually found myself not hating the SMG, mm-hmm. but I was so thrown up. I was Some like, of them I don't are okay, know. but the Uzi's terrible. I didn't know what to do without um, a melee weapon. I was so bummed out because I'd already chosen my card that had the like melee fucking mm-hmm. shit, and I was like, well, I'm losing health because I can't get it back. Yeah. And I didn't have the card that was like your the one that turns your uh, punch into a knife. You have that one? I use that yeah, one yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, so I was like, I was like, I can't fucking play this game anymore because I don't have a fucking melee weapon. I, I don't know what to fucking do. So I, I yeah. agree. I think that is a huge flaw. Basically, I would pick that character from a machete mm-hmm. and then I would pretty much gamble. Yeah. That when we go to those 
boxes that you're gonna find something good uh safe room yeah that there's gonna be a decent weapon that i can purchase yes with my coins because i would always make an effort to look for the coins throughout the missions oh yeah same and one thing the one thing i will say i do like is when you pick up coins Mm -hmm. everybody gets that value yes not just you so it's not like a internal competition with your teammates yes it's literally it's in everyone's best use. interest. Yeah. yeah. So anything that's picked up helps. Yes. Other than ammo. You have to get your own ammo. Which yes. Which fucked me. Yeah. With, because I had, I think, at the time I had the shotgun. Yes. Somebody else also had the shotgun. Yes. And so I was, in a sense, fighting with them. For the, like, two shotgun ammo every to time. to find the shotgun ammo. Yeah. And that's the part that sucked. But we figured out that you can give ammo <laughs> to people. So we ended up trading mm-hmm. and it worked out really well but we didn't realize that initially so we were having trouble for a while because yeah. i was using a sniper rifle at the time so we were just like tradesies mm-hmm. um, but you have to be careful if it's if you're not playing with a full four person team you can have people come take your shit if you're trying to trade or whatever you know yeah um so yeah i think that's one thing that could be better is if you could customize the character and the weapon loadouts it does seem weird that they don't just make like a create your character because that would be yeah. a lot more fun and engaging, I think, for players to yeah. just be able to create their own specific character. Mm-hmm. You know, use those eight layouts as your like default, de- default ones, and then you yeah. can adjust them from yeah. there. Like when you do the cut, so you have in the like Camp Hope or whatever the fuck your like home base thing, mm-hmm. where that's another thing we should talk about. It's set up so that there's like these six different stations of things that you can do, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you're in any of the stations, you can just like RB, LB and go to the next one. Or yeah. It's... And at first I was like, well, what the fuck's the point of this? You yeah. can just, like, you don't you can have just to go stand to any at of one. Them. It's. And I was like, that kind of defeats the point of making you. Yeah. Like, why have them all around if you could just do it's the just one? It's just for looks, I guess. But I guess, thinking about it, it's, I guess, the idea of convenience for people mm-hmm. to just scroll through mm-hmm. in the menu. It's like that, like, you know, slice of life type stuff yeah. where it's like, it would probably be annoying if we didn't have that. But because we have it, we're like, well, that's weird that they have well, you. I can like, understand the convenience factor, but my issue is why did you waste your time creating all of these different interactive points? Like, why wouldn't you just have to do something instead else? Instead of doing something better. Yeah. Like exactly. Character customization. Uh-huh. So that's my <laughs> other thing is like, there's a part where it's like customization, right? All it is is like uh fucking... Do you want cosmetic. this shitty outfit or do you want this yeah. other shitty... There's like three... Shitty but slightly different outfit. Yeah, different shittier or different same shitty type of shitty outfit yeah uh and saying like with the yeah, with the weapons all you can do is like unlock a skin to make it look different mm. and like and i'm not even sure how you unlock and be honest i'm i think, I think it I've just happens one i think i guess you get you use the gun enough it'll eventually do no it. it happens when you unlock the the supply runs those things that like keep coming back you unlock oh. unlock well, you unlock. get the points to yeah. use on those you, okay. un- you okay. unlock skins and bullshit in so there. it's kind of like a micro transaction with concept no actual without money, money involved yeah. so it's I guess that's their way of getting the replay value. Yes. Because in the end, this game is very much the same thing over and over. It's yeah. just, you know, it's got its campaign. Yeah. The single player you could do, you could mm-hmm. do co-op. Yeah. And then they have like this, I think, versus mode where somebody can be trying to put zombies and the different type of creatures against you to mm-hmm. try and fuck you over while you're trying to complete the mission. Yeah. Kind of like the Resident Evil thing that came out with 3. Uh-huh. That, that it was like Resident Evil verse or some shit. Like yeah. I don't know what it was called, but something. It didn't work out very well, but it sounds like that kind of concept. Yeah. So on the subject of matchmaking, though, <laughs> um, 
I felt like it was, I don't know if it was something to do with our settings or whatever, but like, I feel like we got, I've definitely seen on like the Reddit groups and stuff that mm-hmm. people are hating the matchmaking. Like, I don't know what's going on or how, what, the, what the algorithms are, but it seems like a lot of people are having bad luck with who's getting put into their group. I think the problem is people just don't necessarily care mm-hmm. to be a team. But you kind of, you have to be a I, team. You do have to be, but I think yeah. the problem is you have probably a good chunk of people who are just casual gamers who maybe just be trying the game out. Mm-hmm. And maybe that'll be something that, that fixes itself over, over time, time yeah. when the, the more dedicated players continue playing and the right. other ones are like oh, i've played it i'm over it yeah and they leave you know like yeah. we had this example of oh my god we had a mission that had a bonus speed run time mm-hmm. and if you got through the whole thing with the time of the speed run yeah then you got extra like extra points or, some or shit. Yeah. items whatever, whatever it was whatever resources doesn't matter how you. insignificant it was you got something for it mm-hmm. and we had like I want to say it was 30 seconds to spare. It was like a decent amount of time to spare. We, we it was like less than Maybe. a minute. Yeah. We had. Yeah. We were all at the door. We were all there. The other two motherfuckers decided they were going to just fuck around in front of the door. Yeah. Clearly fucking around. It yeah. wasn't like they were like, didn't understand that we had to get in here. No. They, they were dicking around. Because what they did was they waited until the timer went out. And, and then, then one second in. later came in. Like yes. right after. So they knew they, they were doing it. They knew what they were doing and it was super fucking rude. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you. What? I reported them both for cheating. Because <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. No, Because it's there's not, not going to be any evidence that they actually cheated. No, of course not. But it yeah. makes me feel like I right. got justice. Right, right. I feel you. And that's probably a terrible thing to say. But yeah. But here we are. Yeah. I, uh, I complained about them on like a Reddit post. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I go back on there later. Somebody's like, that was me. <laughs> but like, just in general, like the the matchmaking, it's all cross-play. So you're yeah. going to play with PC. You're going to play with PlayStation. Yeah. You're going to play with Xbox. Some... And like, it's fine. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with the the, the actual connectivity right. of it's matchmaking. It's just pool of players. It just feels like you're not being put with people that give a shit to work together you yes. know we've had many experiences where they just run off and do it themselves mm-hmm. you know and then it's a domino effect of if we have to go and try and save them we're probably fucked and then yes. you know it's just, we're all yeah. dying slowly because of it yeah and, but then on the flip side we've tried a couple of runs where we have bots with us and like sometimes in the earlier parts of the game it was fine and we worked it out but when we get about to the middle it's like that yeah, you can't do this with bots because they're just Mm-hmm. useless I, they're gonna keep it dying it feels like the levels that are kind of the end of like the act or mm-hmm. something like that where there's a much bigger moment of, uh-huh. of of like a wave of enemies yeah a horde yeah it feels yeah. like those kind of missions you need four players yes even if they aren't working with you that well at least they, they at least have brains are able to not just stand there. Not stand there. Because I've had killed. that. I've literally yeah. had that where I was down yeah. and then an AI was just standing next to me. Yeah. Just standing there. Not shooting other zombies. Not doing anything but standing there. That's so weird. And um, so that's frustrating. Yeah. Um, I also don't like that in the middle of each... So however many fucking acts there are. It seems like from the beginning step of the act to the end of the act. Mm-hmm. Each... I think there's four or five. 
Okay, so for each part. What's like each one has like two or three yeah, sections right. of the act. So, but when you start the act, you start drawing a card each each level that mm-hmm. you go through. And they stack. And then you all your customizations, your guns, everything goes with you through that act. Mm-hmm. Including your copper. But what I didn't know before we got to the end of our first act was that it doesn't go with you past the end of the act. And that pissed me off. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I had stuff that I would, wanted to take with me. To be fair, we don't know if you would continue with it if we were to completely keep playing mm-hmm. into the next act. Because mm-hmm. we had played, turned it off, and came back, and then the next act wouldn't allow it. Yeah. But during acts, if you go to your continue playing whatever yeah. game run, they call them runs. Yeah. If you continue the same run you had, you will have all of your guns, yeah. all of your cards. Yeah. The only thing different is your teammates. Right. So yeah. Um, to an extent, that kind of helps you because if you have good gear, mm-hmm. cards, all that stuff, but your teammates suck, you can theoretically quit. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to go back to your like, home base. Not necessarily quit. If you guys, because you, know, you only get one life. So right. basically you get two chances yeah. on a mission. If you mm-hmm. die, you fucking, you go to the lobby and you have to start over yeah so theoretically you could if you're stuck with shitty people you could just go back in at that same mission you failed mm-hmm. with different people and potentially they're even better yeah players yeah that's true so you'd have a better chance yeah with the same gear and all that stuff yeah so that's fun to keep that stuff in those moments but yeah like the acts it did feel like you lost all of that yeah and i wasn't happy about it <laughs> but the cards are interesting because yes. it, it's a fun element that makes it always different which yeah. I think is again their way of trying to keep it fresh within mm-hmm. this replayability type style game mm-hmm. where it's the same missions over and over really because even in like I think the second act we had a mission that was like the same place we were in the first mi- act and I was like wait a minute didn't we play this already but that was, was like, actually a different mission I was worried that we like restarted a different mission on accident yeah and i was like nope this is just the same area different mission mm-hmm. and so it's a little There's a little bit of repetition yeah yeah something that i didn't i think it took me a while to figure out how the cards worked or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever because earlier on it seemed like i was getting four and five draws and mm-hmm. then everything in the later levels it was like i would get one draw well, maybe two. what it was doing was it was saying okay pick I think it was picking like three to, f- the exact number, it was like three to five cards yeah. that you want. Yeah. And then it would give you one card in the beginning, mm-hmm. and every time you got to a safe house, it would give you another card, if I'm correct. Ah, uh, okay. So it kept building up your thing. Okay. There's even an achievement that we got was like, have 25 cards in your deck while yes. you're playing. Yeah. And so I'm assuming we got through so much of the game in the one run that it just accumulated those cards. Right, Okay. So the cards are interesting because, like, it's basically just like modifiers. Like they have. Yeah, it's like an RPG element. Really, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It's very interesting because you you can add ammo mm-hmm. uh, to your gun. You can add, like, you know, we're talking about the melee that gave you two extra yeah. health if you killed a zombie. With there's, each melee kill. Yeah. So there's different tiers of cards. Yeah. There's also some that have like a positive and a negative to it. So like, if you depending on your mission, mm-hmm. it's useful. Yeah. But otherwise, like one of them was like minus seventy five percent stamina regeneration, but you get oh, you cool. never want that. No, I stacked my <laughs> stuff up on like 
offensive stuff at mm-hmm. one point yeah the, early on yeah and then we had one mission that was the the boat mission which i think is one of the hardest missions we've had uh-huh uh and we just kept getting fucked on that yeah. boat yeah and i realized i was going so fucking slow yeah and i couldn't outrun the zombies yes, and so of stamina, wasn't it? i purposely made a card loadout mm-hmm. that had more stamina like mm-hmm. prioritized yeah and it definitely made a difference when we were playing that mission and we finally beat it yeah i basically my custom deck that i made first thing i i have all basically almost all of the fucking cards that give you either extra health or better health regeneration and better stamina like all it's it's all defensive for me Mm -hmm. because i can do offense on my own (laughs) yeah it's i have a hard time just dying because i'm not good at these things (laughs) Um, there's one that like gives you an extra life, supposedly. I'm, yeah, I always don't really know one. how it works, but I add it. I think anyway. if you get downed, you get picked up up get picked up again after a certain amount of time mm-hmm. of being downed. I okay. think is what it does. If okay. I'm correct. The whole um, there's like an item too that you get that's uh, defibrillator. Defibrillator, yeah. And I honestly don't understand how it works. Yeah, so- it's in your inventory. You press like left on the D pad or something, but like. When I have it and someone's down, I press it. It doesn't do anything. It goes, well, you can't use that right now. And, like, I don't know. Is it something that I can only use on myself? I thought it was for picking up teammates. And so I honestly have no clue how to I, use it. My understanding of it is that it's supposed to pick them up faster. Yeah, and I've, I've been in situations where I've picked someone up. And it's like, yeah. picked them up just as fucking slow as any other time oh. while I had the defibrillator. Weird. So maybe you have to be right in front of the person down and then use the D-pad. Yeah, I think you it. have to be. It's so like when you heal others, you can do that. You have to be right next to them, mm-hmm. and then it's left trigger instead of right trigger. Okay. So it's probably the okay. same thing like that. For the healing and stuff. For the that, healing, which I think is really cool that you can heal teammates. Yes, and that I also I also think is cool that at least as far as I've noticed, that's one good thing about bots is they will fucking heal you and they mm-hmm. will drop ammo for you. Yeah, that's true. They will. But they won't be healed like you can heal them if mm-hmm. you have the fucking time yeah to deal I, that's with only it, that but... sucks i wish you could have the, the bots go and use the medical wall, the wall? yeah uh, kits because if i'm full you're full and we have one left over i don't want to waste my supply let the bot use it exactly. like why is the bot not able to use it if yeah. we are both maxed out exactly it should, it should have some code and let them know yeah that they can go and get it yeah i agree but um I tried like pinging it too once to see if that would I don't make even them know how go to ping. there. I just I think it was up on the D pad, but maybe I that was might <laughs> be making that up. Up on the D pad let you do like um like cues. Oh, okay. Cues to like like over here or oh, like well, yeah, that's what you I know weird things that it was like, like a rally communicate point, without right? a microphone. Okay. Which is something that we choose not to do because yeah. apparently they record Yeah, that part's conversations. Weird. They they give you this up front warning that if you use the that party you're, chat you're mm-hmm. going to be recorded. recorded not that i'm like saying things i shouldn't be saying but like it's just weird it's just i just i don't like it yeah and i know that xbox and playstation are probably doing it anyways mm-hmm. but like just i don't know and i already don't like want to talk to people i don't know yeah so exactly. i guess it kind of works out that I just, I just you and me talk yeah in the house and then they can fuck themselves yeah that's one thing is it would be nice to have two other people that we know to like play with, mm-hmm. but then we would have to yeah. use the chat. So. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, I wish I could just do the party chat for Xbox, yes. which I can't do because it, 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 we were able to do it, but then it had this weird echo, weird echo, even though we weren't 
having audio on the TV. Yeah. For me, I didn't. No, I didn't And it either. still had it in my microphone. Yeah. Or headset. Yeah. It's because it was, like, not letting you not do the chat in mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some technical things I think they can fix to make this yes. game better. But overall, it's a solid game. I yeah. can't say I've had a whole lot of glitches or or issues. I don't think we've had any crashes that I can think of. I think there might have been one where it restarted the game. But I can't recall it being... Yeah, we did. I think have it was the one... in the lobby, though. I don't think it was during a game because I didn't. I would have been pissed if it was during. It a game. was. Um, well, for me, we. I think we both had the same thing. We tried to log in one of the times, and like when you do the sign in, that was it. An wouldn't issue. let us. And then we ended up looking it up, and people said to just restart your console, yeah, and that you just had to it. hard reset your yeah console. Yeah, which I still don't understand what it was, and I also don't really understand why you have to sign in again after you already signed in on your Xbox. That part's confusing to me. Some games just do that. Yeah, I think it's just them being able to have to me, data on their end. It just seems like a like a legacy Xbox thing. <laughs> like whenever you're trying to play a 360 game mm-hmm. on the Xbox One, it makes you sign in again yeah. on your old. Yeah, so that's what I think of. I'm like, this isn't an old game. Why are you making me do this? So it's just weird, but it mm-hmm. doesn't really stop you from doing anything. It's just one extra step. Yeah. Um, of note, some people have said that if they turn off crossplay, they get better teammates. I didn't know you could turn off crossplay. Yeah, you can. Okay. Because like other games, like Warzone, you can't. Oh. And it fucking frustrates me. Yeah, I bet. You can for multiplayer, but you can't for Warzone. Mm, okay. I don't know how to turn off crossplay, but other people said that you could, so presumably. Well, it's in the settings, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. You have to call them up and be like, hey, I would like you to turn off crossplay <laughs> to my specific console. Would you need me to fax you the confirmation? Like, can, can we get your uh, house address? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will fax you my address. <laughs> I will say I do enjoy the variety of weapons. Yeah. But some of them I don't get why they're there. Like the snipers. Who's going to use a sniper in a game that's built around hordes of fucking zombies and heavy hitting creatures like surrounding you. Yeah, like, okay. There, it's not a game where you're at a distance where you could just pick them off. It's... So I thought the same thing, but I did happen to get one one time because it was so much more damage that I was like, I have to fucking pick it up. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. whatever assault rifle I had was like, it was like a hundred more. And I was like, I have to do this, you know? Yeah. So I picked it up because <laughs> like everything was green. It was, there was nothing yeah. worse than what I had. So I was like, fuck it, we're yeah. going to do it and see what happens. But I will say at that time, I also had an SMG. So my SMG was perfect for those close-up situations. Wait, you could have a sniper and an SMG? Yeah, the SMG oh. goes in your pistol slot. All the time or only if you don't pick up another heavy type weapon? Um, Primary, I should argue, all I should say. the time? That's when I was playing as mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I think I did it as Holly too, where I picked up an SMG and it went into the primer, the whatever, the pistol slot. Basically, it replaced my bat. Okay. And so I Are had. Are you sure it's not just based off what you picked up, or yeah. when you picked it up, what weapon you had yes. equipped? Okay. Yes, because. Because I know you can only have a primary main gun and then yes. a pistol. Or I know a melee. because whenever I first picked it up, it took away my bat, and I was like, hmm. I don't know if I want that. Okay. I'll have to mess with that then. Yeah. See if the SMG works on a secondary. Because um, because I... whatever SMG I had was fucking amazing. Okay. I loved it. Um, and it allowed me to use a sniper rifle, which was fucking great too. Because sometimes I would hang back a little further and I would be able to get good shots on like the big fuckers. Maybe it's an exception that you can use an SMG with the sniper because the sniper is so limited compared to 
the like amount of ammo you could I don't think disperse it's, out. Yeah, no, I at time. that that would make sense, but I don't think it was an exception because I did I had the SMG and an assault rifle until I picked up the sniper. Okay, well I don't recall ever being able to do that, so yeah. I'll have to look into that. So I know it was. I'm pretty sure I did it with both mom and Holly. Okay. So we sh- it shouldn't be player it must, related. It must but be a, a woman thing. That maybe. They allow. Maybe. So yeah, it was. That was perfect. I couldn't do a sniper with the baseball bat. I did that for a little while, and mm. I was like, "This is fucking hard." Well, yeah, because you, you <laughs> need that backup weapon yeah. with a sniper. Yeah. Like I haven't really used one, but like just from my experience with zombies and like Call of Duty, which I know mm-hmm. it's not the same game, yeah. but like. I may use a sniper in those games, like early rounds, but at a certain point, like you can't, in my opinion, you can't use a sniper. I did use it a few times up close without zooming. Like I just didn't aim mm-hmm. and then I would just use it. And it wasn't super fast, but it was semi-automated. It didn't have like a crazy zoom. Mm-hmm. So depending on the attachment, it makes it a little easier. When I first picked it up, I had this really zoom attachment and I replaced it the next time we got to one of those box things. Gotcha. And it was a lot better after that. Yeah. Uh, Getting into like the the mods and all that stuff on weapons, yeah. uh, I do like the the concept of how they do it. So like you start out with basically the basic ass version of a gun mm-hmm. when you when you start whatever act, mm-hmm. and pretty much throughout that act, you are upgrading your gun throughout the safe rooms, throughout finding them on the ground, mm-hmm. and like they have pretty much the attachments are the it's like the tier leveling of the gun yeah versus just finding a better gun one thing i also thought was weird is like you can get it so if i start with a generic baseball bat you can also buy a baseball bat that's like five damage points higher like oh yeah i thought that was so weird to me like a baseball bat's a baseball bat they both look the same so it was kind of weird was it metal versus wooden it wasn't it looked exactly the same Mm. it was just a whatever yeah i just thought that was silly but but I, i like that you you could, you know, you could either find them on the map, mm-hmm. the attachments, or you can buy them through every safe room. Yes. And what was weird, though, is, like, sometimes I'd have, like, a purple one. hmm And then there would be a orange, which was, like, considered better. Better, yeah. But the stats were worse. And so I'm like, I guess I'm going to stick with the purple then. Yeah. Like, I've I didn't understand how I've it was that in other better, games. but it wasn't better. I've had that problem in plenty of other games, too, where it's like, well, this is more rare. Like, in Borderlands, I have that problem. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, this is legendary, but the stats are not as good as my rare, so I'm going to keep my rare. And so, it's the same yeah. idea. So, I, I found that in this game, I tend to not pick up the what's deemed the best thing, because yeah. it's not statistically just, the best yeah, thing. Yeah, I just based it on numbers. I didn't lo- even look at the yeah. color. I mean, I would notice the color, but then yeah. I would always make sure the numbers... I mean, I don't know the exact order of the colors, but I've, I'm assuming it's similar to most games. Mm-hmm. You know, Assassin's Creed does that kind of thing now. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty does it with yeah. their game, their, their weapons. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're trying to go off that basis of... Orange was definitely the highest that I saw. Mm-hmm. And I think the lowest was gray, and then it was Yeah, like... it was like gray, there was green, there was blue... Purple, purple and, and orange. orange. I don't know if blue or green was higher. I don't couldn't tell. Yeah, and that's why in my <laughs> head I'm like, okay, well, in Call of Duty, yeah, uh, green is below blue, and uh-huh. so that was like my mindset was yeah. I was just following what I know through other games, yes. and maybe that's not correct. Yeah. Maybe orange isn't even the best. Maybe purple is better. Yeah, and I thought orange was, yeah. but 
it does seem like it's supposed to be the best. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Orange was better because we didn't see him until later, and like when we got mm-hmm. further in the game. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm confident about that one. But I have a hard time understanding the difference between rare and uncommon. <laughs> so that was like, if I'm blue versus green, I have no fucking idea. It's just yeah. based on numbers. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I mean, I think that's about it for yeah, talking about this game. Definitely seem to cover it. Uh, what's your final verdict on this game? How do you feeling about it? Are we going to continue playing? Um, How would you rate it? I would like to keep playing it. I do think we should try to convince Craig to play it with us. <laughs> I mean, I think he would enjoy it. Because I think he it. would like it. It's A lot of it is like zombies. And yeah. you guys used to play zombies all yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, he has Game Pass, but yeah. I, I brought up these games and he's like, oh, okay. And it just feels like he doesn't care. Yeah. I'm like, why do you have Game Pass? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we only play Call of Duty, which yeah. is fine. I love playing Warzone. Yeah. But like, yeah. it does seem like he has Game Pass and isn't really playing yeah. stuff on it. I should see if Rico plays it. Maybe he'd play with us. Okay. Huh? Just it'd be it'd be nice to play with a yeah. full crew to see what get the yeah. full experience. That's all. Um, other than or that, if you're a listener and you're looking for a crew and you're not a stupid person, <laughs> hit us up dtfpod at gmail.com. Let us know if you are interested. Yeah, we will absolutely. Try to play in a competent crew. Yeah, it'd be nice to get experience some W's. That. Yeah, my W's just mean like past the level. Yeah. I mean, we're overall passing the levels, yeah, we're but there's this by. occasional situation where, like, one level it just gets rough. You have to be a team, yeah. And some people just don't want to be a team, yeah, yeah. And the and odds I don't really are want we're to talk getting to those <laughs> Um, but yeah, overall, I'm enjoying it. I want to keep playing. I think it would be nice to play a little bit with a full crew, but we'll see if that ever happens. Um, and uh, I overall, I think I'm going to say slice it. I like it more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. I still feel a bit I, overwhelmed at I times. was surprised that you played it as much as you did, to be honest. Because I, yeah. I was like, well, I have to get her to play it just for the podcast. Yeah. But I really expect you to just be like, I hate this. I did at first. And I'm over it. Yeah. But it felt like you were into it enough. So Yeah. What, that first time I had to play as a different character and I had no melee weapon, I was mm-hmm. like... I don't want to play this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was over it. So as soon as I could find a melee weapon to pick mm-hmm. up, that's the hard thing is like there's constantly guns on the map to pick up, but there's not as many melee weapons to pick up. Yeah. So when you're playing. Well, that's why I like to get the machete yeah. like, with that character. Yeah. It's like, so if you. I don't think I've ever seen a machete on the map. So I saw one one time on like the very first level yeah. and I didn't pick it up like an idiot. I, there might have been one that you could buy at one point in the safe room. Oh, yeah. I think but, you're right. Um, yeah. Overall, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's frustrating when you get teammates that don't work well, but mm-hmm. the game is what I expected. Yeah, when it came to Left for Dead and all that stuff, and I think it may over time lose its replay value for me. But overall, right now, I'm enjoying it. We're about halfway through the mm-hmm. story, story campaign. Yeah. Um, which it hasn't been anything special. It's no. just kind of a just like oh, go clean this go area. Go find up. these items over in this area. It's, yeah. It feels very Borderlands, but yeah. linear. Go take this thing to that. It's place. a very linear Borderlands. Yes. Style. Exactly. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say slice it as well. I'm having fun. There are hard, like harder tiers that they like. Some of the achievements even yeah. are for really harder tiers yeah. that you have to beat. Yeah. And I don't know I won't be doing if this. we'll ever get to that point. <laughs> like even I'm not sure if I would be okay with it, but. I guess it just depends if we can get the rhythm of 
knowing what we need to have for loadouts and all that stuff. It, I feel like it's kind of like a mix and match to see what works and what doesn't when it comes to the, the difficulty tiers of the game. Yeah. Oh, one thing I should notice, or I should note, is that... <laughs> um... <laughs> Why didn't you notice it? <laughs> was that I was expecting to play an actual tutorial. <laughs> that was very confusing. And I don't know what that was about. It didn't teach us any it was like hey you want to play the tutorial sure yeah right into the game okay nothing about it was tutorial no. there was nothing that was telling Didn't you what teach to do us anything at all it was we very much i mean i was just basing it off of like what do i know of left for dead yeah and so that's what i did and i was just straight guessing so you can see how frustrated i might have been trying to play for the first time yeah so that is the key i mean i don't know if maybe it wasn't working right for us or whatever but if you have never played the game maybe it was early when it came out so maybe it was like a weird glitch situation where it wasn't printing you in the tutorial and it was just bringing it straight to the fu- maybe the, 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 yeah. the first act yeah because that's what it did yeah i mean we got through it but it would just was like i don't understand they're not telling us how to play and i'm just kind of winging this whole thing right now yeah it was a little rough we probably would have done a little better had i gotten a real tutorial but yeah no, minor issue we mm-hmm. got we got through it <laughs> yeah so have a crew yes work together mm-hmm. don't be a dick I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> I would assume if you have a crew Fair that enough. you work together with, you're not being a dick. Fine. So that should be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Have a crew. Work together. Yeah. Pay attention to your, the, uh, what were they called? The, the cards in the beginning of the each level? Cards? No, it was like your such and such cards. Whatever. Oh, corruption cards? Yes. Corruption cards. Those are important. They were basically like bonus things that you yeah. either made it harder for you or yeah. just a side trial. Yeah, thing. it's like, oh, the entire map's covered in fog. Okay, fine. Yeah. But then there's important ones like if you make it through without disturbing any fucking birds or mm-hmm. alarm doors, then you get extra bullshit. And yeah. that's always nice to do if you can. Yeah. Instead of going with randoms who decide to open every yeah, single fucking the door. Yeah, you get points every mission you finish. And yeah. like those points accumulate pretty heavy. But yeah. It felt like those were just to buy, like, random... I don't want to say trash, but, like, they're pretty much trash, right? To, like... The copper that you get, They'll give you more yeah. cards if you you buy these, like... Oh, buy supply these, points. Yeah. Yeah. It, basically, you buy more cards, which will help you in the long run, but, like... Mm-hmm. Other ones were just, like, the cosmetic changes yes. to guns or characters, and this is, yeah. like, they weren't that exciting. Pretty much really trash, do. yeah. It's just, like, it's filler unlocking to make you feel like you're achieving stuff that you don't care about where yeah. that's what it feels like exactly but the core of the game is fun yes it's four player co-op survive a zombie apocalypse in mission slices yep so i'd say it's worth playing and yeah. i'll probably continue until at least the story's done yeah maybe i'll try the next tier of difficulty mm-hmm. but i don't know if i'll be going further yeah because it depends how much of the achievements I get done. Right, right. Whether I'm going to try and push to get the 100%. Fair enough. All right. That's it for our review. That's it for our podcast this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate you. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Dissecting This Fiction. Follow us on Twitter at DTFpod. Or send us an email directly to DTFpod at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, DTFcast.com, for more listing of our other episodes. Hope you have a haunting Halloween. <laughs> That's it for episode 110 of Dissecting This Fiction. Yep. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>